Pray they don't forget my name These the game rules I can't lose When it's all said and done Will I still be cool? Spent like How much? 10,000 20,000 30,000 30, uh, I don't Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss off so many people Piss off if people, Russ, we like it I'm opinionated on this too So it's not a problem Because I have things to say about it I have some female traders That I really like and care about and respect there's like four of them. <laughs> and I think it just bothers me that if you're a woman on FinTwit and you post a photoshopped picture or like a face-tuned picture where you look like an actual doll because you don't have any wrinkles or lines or pores or anything that even five-year-olds have, and you post some trending ticker and it's like, blank to the moon, wink face, you're going to have 10,000 followers. And it's like, what? why? Ah, like, man. go and take a picture next to a pool Hashtag DWAC, looking great for the day. Like, I'm going to whack you. Like, it just, it, it just, it frustrates me because then there's people that post out good charts. Like, even myself, and I'm not saying I should have more followers. I Let me touch on that in a second. It's just the fact that I feel like the women that know how to trade don't post the thirst traps. So all the nerds that haven't left their basement or seen the sun in three weeks on FinTwit don't care. Yep. Yeah. It's there's a lot like, of horny dudes. Yeah, it's disgusting. And... Some of these women, not to be rude, but like, if I saw you in the real world, I'm or these, not me, if these guys saw you in the real world, they wouldn't look at you twice. Probably even once, because you definitely don't look like your pictures, and you don't have spy with money sign tattooed on your forehead. And if you do, then God bless you. I hope you're a rapper it's, or something. Dude, it's so like, th- this is actually the problem is, and this is like me being completely honest, like. This is a, it's an actual problem because like, dude, there's people that want to like teach people and like put material out, material out that like to help people. But like the things that get the most interactions are like one, a dude that's role playing a girl, a guy that's on there role playing as a girl with thousands of followers, like posting somebody else's images. Like think about how weird that is. Like you're a dude and you're taking somebody else's Instagram pictures and posting them acting as a girl. Or like, like you said, a girl that's just like thirst trapping for likes when they act like, uh, listen, we need more female, we need more female traders that are like you that are posting educational information. They're actually posting people like posting things to help. Like you have your discord and you're actually trying to help. Like that's what we need. We don't need the people that are just posting things for likes. Yeah, I, that gets me going because it, it's hard when when someone like me, like ever, like me, you, Teddy, are trying to put material out that is to help people. But we're not Anya. We don't post pictures of like That's our legs thing. in front of a Twitter ticker or something like that. Our but if you and Teddy did, G-string. actually, I I would love to see your legs. Teddy's ass has already been. Teddy's ass has already My been ass on is the on Twitter. Gibby, so <laughs> it already is. Somebody send that to me after hours, please. No one sent it to her. <laughs> I, have that, I have that picture. Is it your screensaver? Oh. It might be. It might be right here printed out on my whiteboard. You're staring at it right now? Mm-hmm. 
I would yeah, be, I but I don't have it, so someone send it to me. If someone's listening to this, they're gonna send it to you. <laughs> Somebody has it. Like everyone, everyone has, has it. it. Yeah. I think I think if you just search thick teddy and then like ten K I did it for Was 10K. that for ten K? Dude, what are you yeah. gonna do for thirty K? Um I already have thirty K. Yeah, I know. I mean what the I hell are you waiting for? I kinda wanna do because I did something for twenty five K, I wanna wait till fifty K. Oh wait, I thought you put out something for thirty K. I did I did no. five, ten, twenty five. I got it. I have the perfect idea. What? Shave half your head and do hashtag thick. His, no, he can't do that. He's already Teddy. shaved his head. I already shaved my but head. Then your hair will grow back, and but you'll have like a hashtag thick Teddy. My hair doesn't grow back very quick. No, bro. You should get one of those. Uh, one of those. What are they called? Where they like, if you're in a frat, you like take the cow thing and get branded. Oh, a brand. Yeah, dude. Oh I would fucking die, dude. I don't want to get a burning hot metal stuck on me. That's, <laughs> that's I don't think anybody wants shirts. that. I did shirts last time. I did shirts. We go from branding to shirts. That's really Maybe what I'll, this is. I'll about. do skydiving and then be talking. I'll do like a something fun, like a video while skydiving. I don't or, know. Or a Hasbulla, a little Hasbulla tattoo. I'd get that. You'd have to get one too. You should go meet him. Go meet Hasbulla and do and put a sign oh, out there. Thanks for the fifty. I would and love then to meet him. That like you repeat. Dude. I'd be starstruck. I share this. Does I, he know that people have this obsession with him? Oh I think yeah, so. he, he has does. to. Yeah, I did this. I showed. I found this thing today. Somebody uh, Ace sent it to me. If you guys know who uh, Ace is on Twitter, mm-hmm. he sent it to me, and somebody submitted a picture of Hasbulla in a winter jacket in the snow in, into their like local newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> the headline said Hasbulla Seven playing in the snow, <laughs> and there's another little kid under him, but an actual little kid. Oh Have you guys watched the day in Hasbulla's life on YouTube? I've never seen oh, anything think so. that he has published. This kid has, or this wow, man has, has like, like a little bed and a little. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> he's got like a little bowl of cereal that he's eating. <laughs> he has a pet monkey too, dude. He has like a monkey. And... This video looks like it was like made by like a billionaire though like it is so beautifully shot i need to find it it probably was it It was fucking beautiful like they had his entire pad looking absolutely dapped out it was dude you ever see the video it's him and they like made the the like russian army made like this custom like military vehicle for hezbollah and he's just like tearing the street up in this little ass like thing there's like a gun mounted there's like a gun mounted on the back <laughs> I gotta show you guys this, bro. It's Hasbulla's morning routine. Oh. You guys have to see this. Man. I think I've seen like all the gifs on this. That's so funny. Can you guys see my screen? <laughs> <You're shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little man. Oh man, dude, what a guy. Oh, and then just wait. There's his couch, bro. Look how dope that is. And look at his little robe. He's got a tiny ass robe. This is oh, fully dressed. Oh, wakes wakes up fully dressed. He's fully dressed. That's that's my guy, dude. Look at his little fucking kitchen. Look at that. It's kind of big. Is that on the ocean? Teddy, I think that's a regular sized kitchen. Yeah, Teddy, it's that's like, not a mini kitchen, bro. Kitchen. That's an actual <laughs> kitchen, dude. He's, he's going at it, man. Look There's nothing. That's Teddy crazy. thinks they just made a custom. Teddy thinks they made a custom house. <laughs> just for him. Hey, look at it though. This is a tiny fridge. No, no it's, it's not. not. No, it's not, bro. <laughs> oh, 
nice yeah, this this video's made like twenty gifts. Wait, but I really want to point out here that everything is real life sized. Nothing yeah, no. Hey, I I guess I was. How, how stoned were you? Um, you know, it was yeah, Saturday this might... night. So yeah, dude, Saturday night was. Dude, last Saturday night was nuts. I was at war on Twitter, and you were nowhere to be found. Like I was at yeah. war. I didn't know where I was either. So you. <laughs> That's funny. It was math adds up. That's funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I no, I'm actually I'm going to see my best friend later. I haven't seen her in about a month, and we usually partake in some activities and then watch funny things. So I will make sure this is top of the list. Has you more videos? I've never, yeah, I've never seen I've never seen any of them. You better partake in the the thick Teddy Saturday night routine of tweeting all of your thoughts after you partake in fun activities. I did that yesterday, two days ago, and I had a mental breakdown about colors, and I don't know <laughs> if I can do it again. Because yeah, we need to talk about that. Then, I'm offended. I'm sorry. I'm colorblind. I'm sorry. It wasn't meant to. It's it okay. wasn't I'm meant to discriminate against you. No, I've thought so many times though. <laughs> what if my green is your blue? But would we both we call know? them green. We would yeah, we would never, never know. Talk about it. Shout, shout out to Shinobi who makes fun of my charts and Shinobi has rainbow charts. I just want to point that out. Shinobi makes fun of my charts. Your Shinobi, your charts are rainbow. Like why are you making fun he of my said charts? I was mid a few weeks ago. Mid? Yeah, I don't that's know like what it the, means. That's not good. That's it's like the good. worst. That's I figured not, it was bad. It's not a compliment. People, people liked it and then commented under like burn, but then like I you smoke it and I couldn't find anything. You ever hear the term like you smoke mids? No. Like you smoke like mid grade weed, like you're like you never hear, heard of that? Oh no, but he called you Shinobi, mid, dude. I do not identify as a mid. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not cool enough. That's of that's offensive. He said I because I was like I think this. it's I think it's mids. Don't leave people out. It's plural. Oh yeah, true. Mid. It is mids. mids. Yeah, it's mids. None of us are mids. Smoke. We're all mids. highs. <laughs> We're not mids. How's your trading been, Gibby? Um, it's been not bad. Oh wait, can I? Is it Givy or Jivy? Yeah, it's Givy. Okay, cool. Like, Jivy would be too much like peanut butter. If yeah, I also just don't like it. Um, I just want to touch back on something that I like briefly brought up. My ADD sometimes does manage to circle back, and this mm -hmm. is one of those times. Um, I think I so I know my follower number, like in the ballpark range. This is when I said I don't care about how many followers I have because. It's more interesting to me when people unfollow me and like the correlation between if I post some random ticker to the moon and then I get a hundred new followers or something like that. But then I'll post a chart of Bitcoin going down, which, okay, it ends up doing, I lose followers because of that. So it's just interesting to see, this goes back to, I think, content versus actual content on Twitter is what people like, it's almost like hopium is the only thing that draws individuals. Yeah. And like positive the second things. you're a bear, the second you're a bear, or say anything real life world, or like you're not all into AMC, people drop off like flies, and that to me is fascinating because I think it shines a light and really just shows what our society like kind of is. Real trading isn't popular on Fintwit anymore. Like no real it used to be. stuff. Yeah, it used to be, but now it's like. The only thing people like are just like you said, hopium type shit where it's, you know, like this is going to go to 100. Everyone jump in when it's a $10 stock or you I know, think, $5 stock going to 20. I, right. I have a strong opinion on that, too. I think it's one of those things like eventually at some point people kind of maybe start to figure it out like, OK, you know what I mean? Like they might flip the switch of like 
and and start catering towards more of like the actual education part and not just like they want to see a huge PNL every day or whatever it may be. Um, or like we said, some fake girl posting stuff. But I think it's like our like duty to like try to change that. Yeah, like it doesn't try. Yeah, it doesn't. It just gets an. It just kind of gets frustrating after a while. No, it it, it, it absolutely is frustrating. Like I could post a thread. I could post something that's like there to help people. Honestly, I genuinely don't care about like the likes and stuff, but it can get discouraging when you see the most random shit that somebody posts mm-hmm. is like blowing up and it's so dumb. If I was back in college, my senior year I took I had to take some stupid class and for me it was it wasn't psychology. It begins with an A. Help me. Advertising. Um no. Maybe it was psych. Jim? It might have been psych. But we had to do some sort of project on observing a specific community for a week and then writing a report about it. And if I could go back in time. Anthropology. Right now, and thank you. Thank you. It was anthropology. I would absolutely do it on the community of Finchwit and how certain mindset? content dictates likes, certain content like leaves followers. And it's just just I really think that could be attributed to a, a very interesting social study. I think that would be super cool seeing how like how you could grow an account tweeting a certain way versus, you know, tweeting mm-hmm. like YOLO, Jimmy, ha, ha, like that kind of shit would grow Dude. so much quicker than someone who's actually trying to help. A thousand, right. uh, eight thousand percent. Like, I mean, you could, I have nothing against anybody ever. I've said, I've said this a hundred times. I have absolutely nothing against people that will post like a dollar amount <clears throat> or anything like that. But like that's the kind of stuff that like gets interactions a lot of the time. Yeah. Like And that's why I threw it on the top of my last thread that I did, because I was like, I think there's gonna be a lot in here that can help people, but unless there's not a big number or something in front, they're not gonna look at it. Oh, the mo- the like, the thread you just it. did? Yeah. I didn't even see the that at I the put, top. The only reason I put my PL in the first thing was because I thought that retail traders or people that only pay attention to big number things would be like, Oh, well, this person made this much, so like obviously I should read it. It's like that thread blew up. They should exactly, but I'm I'm. It got noticed, I think, a lot in part because of you know what my PNL was. I honestly got to show that. Yeah, I didn't even know you did that. I think half, but that's because you weren't looking. Like you no, but I like yeah yeah I guess, but like I know you like tagged me in the thread and like I read the thread and retweeted and everything, but I don't know. I just must have missed that, but. Yeah, I, so, I saw I, the thread blew up. Just, yeah, and I, that's just me attributing getting some of the attention because of that. And then people actually realizing, oh, there's some good materials in here. But I think that, you know, showing my PNL to draw people in just goes back to that, well, people only read things that it, are, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm looking at it now. It's just like a form of clickbait. Or something, exactly. Like, we're all going to make it, or like, this is going to the moon, which is awesome because I already have it. So it's that hopium thing. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It really anyways, is. that's my spiel. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. No, now. we are. Uh, we're both. We're ha, both or should I say that. thanks for coming to my TED talk? Get it. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> oh, that was awful. I'm sorry. No, that was a, that was a good dad joke. Yeah, they're my. Give you cracking. I'm over here. I do that a lot. I am the funniest person I think ever, which makes sense because usually only I laugh at my jokes. So that's good. That's a that's that a good way to live that. life. Thinking you're the funniest. <laughs> How uh. Um, Go ahead. So back to trading. I was going to. Yeah. How's your trading? How trading? It's going really well. 
actually ever since I left stocks, to be honest. Um, I feel like I'm more consistent with crypto. Yeah, definitely. That's something I want to just, yeah, that's something I want to ask because like, I'll admit I know absolutely nothing, basically zero about crypto. Um, okay. So this is like a really interesting question that I like, since I'm so technical of a trader, like, do mm-hmm. you think technicals play out better on crypto? Than- yes. So absolutely. I, I was very successful in small cap trading to a point. I was a very good momentum trader. I still am if I like try to be, but there were too many head games involved with it. So where I saw something was, you know, loading up in a 15 minute demand zone after this big rally and it's going to go up again, technically that would make sense if you take out the market maker that just needs to generate volume and, you know, the pump and dumping and all of the manipulations, a lot of it isn't present in crypto. So I can use on smaller timeframes, my momentum trading skills that I developed you know, over the last year and a half. And there isn't a pup and dumper waiting at like the mental block of $9 to then sell the entire float. And then we're all done. Like there's a greater chance that the actual technicals are going to play out. And for me, that was really helpful because I think things, it wasn't until I realized how big of a play the market maker had in what happened to price before I realized the traditional momentum, like if you do everything right, you can still lose a lot most of the time, unless you also know the rigs and the mind games. And I'll be honest with you, I just, I didn't have the mental capacity to do that on top of also having a job. Like if trading was full time, yeah, yeah, definitely. But You're an attorney to too, right? Save some, yeah. So I needed to save some brain power for like the other things I had going on during the day and trying to figure out, you know, who hurt this guy in his early career or in his childhood to then make him be this evil market maker who's going to pull the rug at like $3. Like, I just didn't feel like doing that. Yeah, I think, man, it's so funny because Teddy and I talk about this, about like how we've like really shifted to options um, Mm -hmm. on especially like large caps because uh, you can't really manipulate a large cap. Like, you just really can't. You don't think? A large cap? I mean, you can. It depends. Like, I was talking about this today with somebody. Somebody that's like pushing a specific strike and pushing a premium and pushing specifics of something like that they can um Mm -hmm. but i think overall like technicals play out so much better you're not going to get somebody on twitter that tweets a large cap and it just runs and then completely shits the bed um but like it still has like it still has the personality due to like the market maker but it doesn't have like the the risk of like a Twitter person like pumping That's, the shit out of it because the float exactly. is so much harder right. to move. But yeah, like I, I definitely know that there's people who manipulate options specific contracts, just like you were saying. Oh, but dude, that's a problem. There's some bad ones. That's actually a big problem. I agree with all of that. Yeah, that's a huge problem. I was thinking more when I say manipulation, I wasn't even thinking about the. Oh man, you want to hear me rant? Let's we can talk about that. But I was thinking more along the lines of like the market makers that make sure a bunch of. I don't know, $25 on the nose contracts, calls that expire on Friday are going to make sure they expire worthless. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's bigger picture. Right. Other than some like little guy in his mom's basement that makes thousands of dollars on subscribers, pushing some low float option that, you know, 
just is basically acts like a pump and dump low float small cap there's a lot of people who are opening option rooms that yeah. just fucking alert and then all of a sudden option went 150 percent for no reason because mm-hmm. they alert these far out of the money ones and then all of a sudden it's a yep. five cents goes to 10 cents and oh 100 for me and then Dude. sell india but it's such bullshit. I, them tweeting it wasn't financial advice for anybody to buy it so they're not liable yeah, I obviously. I watched this happen last week. I forget what it was on. I think it was on SoFi. It was at it was like a so far out of the money contract at like two cents. The thing went to like forty cents. Yeah, wow. it fucking happens, man. Like I'm like, dude, it's so obvious. Like it's you can bad. see and, it, and you can also tell. Like sometimes the stock will move in the same direction as the contracts, but the contracts are moving at such a higher like exponential rate than what it should mm-hmm. be. That it's so obvious what's going on. Sometimes I'll be in like, I do. This happens all the time. With Lucid, Lucid out of the money calls. I'm not sure who the hell likes Lucid, but Lucid out of the money calls. I watch them. It'll be like ten cents, and then all of a sudden it'll be thirty cents, and the stock moved like twenty cents. I'm I like, this is, is this makes no sense. You know who it is? Yep, I know it's a somebody, group of different people. Somebody likes Lucid a lot because I see them, bro. They're always like. They're always twos. They're always like if it's a forty-two call or a forty-four call. It's always these like two multiple of twos. Because I'll so play it. So I know it's it. the same person. I'll play it, dude. And see, this mental warfare is what I don't have in crypto. That's nice. Like that's super it's, nice. I mean, it does exist to some extent. Like there are scans and shit coins and things like that, but it's so much easier to spot and so much, in my opinion, more out in the open than. Didn't- haven't there been cryptos that just completely go away? Like they like take everyone's money and then they just leave. Um, I don't. I mean, probably that Squid Game coin sure. or whatever it was. That's, was that what it was? Um, I've seen that a lot more in the NFT world, which is why I don't get into them. You Did that happen with Zach Morris? I don't know. I'm, His I, NFT I, went I, away. I'm pretty no, sure honestly, they like I have, disappeared. I have him muted on Twitter, but that math would check out with the whole brand, so I wouldn't be surprised. So you don't want to start an NFT project with me and Teddy, is what you're saying? I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> think about it. Yeah, just, I'll help just you think on the it. Scenes. I'll help you legally, but I, I, not really. I don't understand the NFT. How is concept. it being an attorney and a trader? It, I mean, uh, that's a loaded question. It's hard. Um, obviously in the fact that I'm working a lot during the day and you know, now that I'm not working for somebody else, it's not as hard because my time is my time and I'm not already billing for it. So I can kind of work around my own schedule. But when I was in the office, I want to say like about four months ago, I was like very much in there at 8am wasn't leaving till seven. And I was trying to work all of these hours and, you know, work on something that's due to be filed tomorrow morning. But also, oh, my God, there's this low float stock that I just saw somebody tweet and I have to go get it. And then I have to short it and then I have to watch what happens. Like that was mentally exhausting. Um, but that's just me also, because when I get into something, I, I get into something 150 percent. So I can't half ass either of them. It's not my nature, which ended up in me getting really burned out. Um, so I I mean, it's doable if you have the capacity to set barriers for yourself and only trade at this certain time or this certain time and then do real work the other portions of the day but i i mean i know myself and i'm not disciplined that way i just i couldn't do it kudos to you if you can i'm just not that person um yeah yeah, that's uh it's getting better because i am now working for myself so my time is a lot more flexible but it was hard and that's why crypto also was appealing because it's 24 7 so the markets don't close at 4.30, which is 
also around the time when courts closed and like that sucked trading power hour was awful when a lot of things i had to have a lot of you know things filed by 4 p.m because that's when courts closed so i can go home and get ready for bed or you know go out to dinner and then get home and check in twitter i mean like not twitter wow crypto is still active the market doesn't close so it was just a lot easier when you work a full-time job are there like hot periods of the day for crypto? Like, do they have like a, a times where it like inflows yeah, more? I can't figure it out yet. There are people that talk about it a lot. And it's because it is 24 seven, the different countries and the different time zones all open at different times. So like, I think it's when Asia opens on Sundays or like right before the week starts, that's a big, that affects things because it's a whole other group that's now, you know, the week has started and everything. It's um, like an open kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, the most I've ever experienced a loss has been when I'm asleep. So I don't overnight things anymore because, again, that might be China related, just another time zone, or I just suck at overnight trading lately, which is definitely possible. Um, so I don't I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked into it as much. I'm sure there is. But I just I kind of just play what's in front of me when I'm awake and call it that. What a this is a question I had. What are you like? So what do you use to find these like altcoins and all this stuff? Like what are you using specifically? Yeah, so uh, there's two major apps, three major apps that I've found people use, Coinbase, Binance, and KuCoin. Uh, well, those are the that I've had experience with. And I know that Coinbase and Binance are two very popular ones. And they all have watch lists. And they kind of, I mean, you can separate them like anything. I could separate the first 20 tickers in crypto by volume so i could see the biggest ones out there and then over time you notice that the top 10 or the top 20 are kind of always the same Mm -hmm. so now i just have a set watch list of about 15 coins that i'm familiar with the price i know where it's at if i see something is at a particular price you know i don't have to have an alert set i can kind of look at it and because there's so few that i watch i can say oh my god that's down a lot like I either need to go see why it crashed and keep shorting it to the ground or nothing has happened. Somebody just sold a lot. Nothing's changed by the coin. So I just have a watch list of 10 that I really like. And I just, there's always moves to be made. And crypto so volatile that there's always something. It's kind of like option do. trading where you just have a watch list of stuff. You just know the personality of. Yeah. I mean, it's, a lot of them behave similar, similarly because volatility is so bad in crypto. Like if something shoots up, it's more likely going to shoot down exactly the same way um, shortly thereafter. Or things get in super big bullish trends and then there's super, 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 super bear trends. So it's just a lot more active. Do you have any crypto that you're like long on like as in, like you'd hold? <laughs> um no uh yes bitcoin solely bitcoin if uh, one of my favorite traders i'm in a discord with her her name's eve i don't know what her twitter is she says and i completely agree with her that if she was to get hit by a bus today wake up in a coma in 10 years and only be able to hold one crypto the only one we wouldn't be worried about is bitcoin and over I, ethereum I truly, Ethereum has really high gas prices. And I know that that's not something that bothers. I, I don't do things that involve crypto gas fees. Um, I don't, I could not begin to explain them. Um, but I do know that Ethereum is a lot higher than most. And that is a big deterrent from what I hear people say. But okay. I haven't looked into it. 
I just know that, I mean, everybody knows what Bitcoin is. Yeah. Everybody. You, you can That's talk true. to a homeless guy on the street and he'll be like, oh, give me some Bitcoin, which has yeah. happened to me in Philly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, it was actually kind of scary. But you go up to the same guy and you say, hey, you heard of Solana? And he's going to say, I don't know who she is or what restaurant is that? Like, nobody, like, it's not something that triggers the same response. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Is Bitcoin. Where do you, uh, like, do you think Bitcoin as of right now is bullish, bearish? Like, would you recommend someone if they're looking to go long on Bitcoin to buy now? Or do you think they should wait? I'm going to be honest and tell you, I don't know, because I'm having mixed feelings on this myself, because I do want to put some of my long term portfolio into Bitcoin. I, I'm looking I'm at it right struggling. now. I'm struggling because on the weekly, I see a head and shoulders forming and I do there's a big part of me that thinks we are going to see 30,000s again before it rips. But if Elon Musk decides tomorrow to announce that Tesla's taking Bitcoin again, that very well could not happen. So fundamentally, I want to say it, there is going to be a larger opportunity to add more at a lower price in the future. But all of that could be changed if some big event happens that Bitcoin is now being accepted here or it's being regulated. So I think there are a lot of outside factors that could Casey's really pizza. Kind of affect what's happening. Casey's and I pizza. just don't feel comfortable. Casey's pizza. Accepts Bitcoin. <laughs> Dude, why do you have to bring that up? Now I want a Casey's pizza. I don't know. I just like talking shit. Casey's pizza is so good. I can't wait till I meet you. I'm seriously going to bring this up every single episode. I'm bringing like seven pizzas. On Gibby the knows. Gibby not- knows that. Listen. Wait, you guys have never met each other in person? No. No, we're on like, we're way far away. We're like 24 hour drive away from each other. I'm in Alaska and he's in Iowa. Oh, I knew that. No, dude, why didn't you? I'm in Italy. What do you mean? Yeah, right, bro. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm in Iowa. Yeah. Bitcoin kind of has the, it has the 50 MA about to cross below the 200 MA. Pretty nasty. I just, I do see. I don't know. I want to say that I'm long-term bearish, but I also don't really believe in being perma-bear, perma-bull. So that's true. I just I don't know. It's too. I don't think anybody has a hundred percent idea. I, I really don't. And people will get mad at me for saying that, but I just it's too unpredictable. It's, it's not even Bitcoin. This market, the like overall market right now, of, like not even crypto, like everything in general, like nobody has any clue. It's so unpredictable. Yeah, I love the people that that we talked about this before we're like oh let's start swings on tuesday before cpi data got released and then we got crushed the la- the the we've been crushed the last two days like dude what and then are they you said remove about? your stop losses yeah remove <laughs> your stop losses hold the line like, <laughs> get out of here remove your stop losses there's so much it. bullshit like, no my favorite Twitter. my favorite is the fact that the market rallied on the day that the inflation numbers were announced like it just it doesn't make sense yeah. imagine if there was it's no totally covid market like so, so many of these these people would be irrelevant. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be trading. True. If there was no COVID market. Look at you now. That's kind of a weird reality. Imagine if none of this ever happened. GameStop never yeah, happened. COVID never crazy. happened. There'd be no like we wouldn't be here talking about trading on a podcast probably. No, we definitely wouldn't. That's crazy. True. I wouldn't even think to to start trading unless I was locked up in a pandemic. That's what a lot of people, a lot of people just like were so bored. They were like, what can I do? And then Imagine if there's no stimulus. 
Oh shit, dude! That was yeah. the Stimmy money, the Stimmy runs, dude. Robinhood would go nuts when they announced new Stimmy news. Woo! Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if later on down the road we find out that the stimulus was actually in fact sponsored by Robinhood. Probably. Dude, I wouldn't be shocked. Speaking of Robinhood, dude, that chart kind of looks nice. But I mean, I'm not I'm a swing a, trader right I'm now. I'm a sick puts but... on that today. <clears throat> you what? They just announced. They announced yesterday that they were going to start trading ship. I almost took puts on it today. They would have Shib. paid very well. Shib. And by good, I mean good to the downside. Um, yeah, it makes new lows like every other day. New yeah, exactly. Lows. Like, And it's also testing the key level. But Shout out to Austin. To... This is his favorite hood. <laughs> I know he Doesn't, talks about uh, it. Kathy Wood have a lot of hood. Or of, uh, I think she does. Yeah, right? she keeps yeah, averaging but... down on it. and she's Her shit's in the fuck. Her shit's in the basement, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Dude, she's like... She's like the wish apes, man. She's like, it's got to reverse eventually. She is the glorified COVID trader. For real. She's saying the market, she said something like the market's been irrational because her shit's at no, like 52 weeks. Yeah, two week lows. a bag holder. So <clears throat> Uzi, <laughs> Lil Uzi, where he lives in Philly, there's an underground garage and there's only a limited amount of parking spots and like each resident is only allowed to have one. Well, so he had 18 of them. And he had all of his cars, including this legitimate tank-sized SUV that's called, like, a Rhino or something. And it's it's bulletproof. Like, the thing is huge. And I would see it every single day, and it would take up so much parking. Little but Uzi. I, I saw like, 5'1", getting into the Rhino. <laughs> yeah, he's a tiny, he's a tiny <laughs> oh, no, dude. Let me get there. Let me get there. So... Whenever you see him, he has at least six bodyguards on him. The guy stands no more than four ten. Like I don't think he hits the five foot range because I'm taller than him and I'm like five four. But his bodyguards are the largest individuals I've ever seen in my entire life. Like they look like Stonehenge compared to him. Wait, just listen. Even when he was like walking around in the lobby, like he would just and there was nobody there except the doorman who was maybe 90 years old it would be him and these like 10 massive bodyguards well so one morning i didn't go to work and i walked down into the lobby because they had a keurig and he was just down there with his orange hair and his new face piercing just like getting his mail i was like yeah, yo well and this is when foosball this is when foosball came out you know that song no mm-hmm. I've heard okay of well it. i don't know that song either but a lot of people do and in my head this was the only thing i knew about him so i was like Hey Uzi, foosball's pretty cool. Like me. I'm like, I don't listen to that shit. He's like, hey, hey, thanks, man. That really means a lot to me. I'm like, you're really welcome. Like, I hope you have a great day. And he's like, yeah, you know, you too. What, what's your name? I was like, oh, hey, you know, I introduced myself. Like, I took a picture with him and everything. Cause I was like, my brother's gonna freak out. And he goes, yeah, you can call me, you know, you can call me Uzi, but like my mom, she named me Samir. So like, you can call me Samir. And I was like, that's like really touching okay <laughs> i was like dope like that's awesome he's like yeah yeah let me get your phone number and then i like oh here we go it was like oh oh no I <laughs> here it goes so. again here we go I'm showing you the big so. uzi <laughs> but then he's like, no i <laughs> i thought so but we ended up just texting about like fashion and stuff and because i used to work in fashion and so we would talk about clothes and his cars and then like i found out he lived maybe diagonal in my building and i like walked down there one time and like just watched some tv and like he's just really normal and nice was this like, pre or nice post guy. uh forehead diamond i think it was right before mm, okay 
I was very upset. Cool. He has, I will say we've gotten out of touch. He has since changed his number as I imagine celebrities do a lot and, or he just blocked me, which is possible. So I have not been able to tell him that I think his new forehead piercing looks weird, but <laughs> I have been, I have befriended Samir. He was very kind. That's cool. But it's kind of, it's kind of sentimental scary. that he was like, he was like, wanted to give you his real name and was like, wow, thank you. That means a lot. I know. I was shocked. I was like, it was nine o'clock in the morning. I was in a massive sweatsuit. because I just woken up and wanted coffee. And there's this very famous rapper telling me to call him by his first name and being genuinely charming. It was so strange. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The other celeb I met that year, actually, I will say this, Andre 3000. So he was in Jason Siegel's movie or documentary series thing that filmed in Philly, which is why they were all there. It was the strangest thing. Andre 3000 would walk around the city playing a wooden flute. What? I kid you not. Yeah, you can Google it. It was a thing. So he would just be randomly spotted out and about in Philly playing this flute. I'm Googling it because I want to see you pictures Google of these. It. Like, feel free. He has, it, it's, it was the strangest thing. And he was so kind. Like, he would just say hi to everybody, hold the door. And you could ask him about Outcast and anything. And he would just tell you. Like, he was just so incredibly nice. That's a really cool wooden flute. I've never right? met anybody famous. Neither he have I. He was everywhere. He was everywhere with his damn flute. It was so, it was so weird. So, That's cool. So Gibby he is famous cool. by association. Yeah, you're way I'm more like famous a, than no, us. No, I'm like a Z-list, but I don't have followers, so like fame isn't real, you know? But your famous friends... For what it's worth, that was ...rub their sarcastic. famousness off on you. Um, mm, That sounds... I just want to let try, everyone know that she told it. us something off-camera that is going <laughs> not anywhere near the podcast that is the most baffling, craziest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. I can, I'm really, I'll try really... and tell it. I'll try and tell it as a, a blind item and she style. Um, so there was... I can't get over it, Gibby. <laughs> so this A-list celebrity is in one of my favorite movies and I saw him in Philadelphia and I told him that my plant was named after something that was in one of his movies. <laughs> and it turned into us sitting down and me telling him about Philly because he was there for this docu-series and he didn't really have any friends or know anybody. He was like, I don't know. He asked me if I wanted to hang out with him and his friends and like bring my friends and made sure to tell me they were all like married and like, we're just looking for, I realized how much of a crazy person I sound like, but I promise you he was not trying to seduce me at the time. And he knew that I was taken and all of these things. And it was like normal. We got sushi once. And I think we walked to like race street pier once and he was just very normal and then all of a sudden he started sexting <laughs> like very graphic things and then we became snapchat friends and you can imagine the snapchats i got <laughs> he would always Have you seen the with... famous man's wiener oh man uh, well everybody has he does a full frontal in a movie oh Not i've seen person, that movie though, teddy what the fuck just docked at us. Shit. Dude. you've seen that movie yeah, I've seen his full frontal on accident in a movie. It just flashes. But Well, that's that's not unlike the pictures I received along with the text that told me he wanted me to sit on his face. So Dude, he's <laughs> one of the stars in one of my favorite TV shows. It just it blows yeah, it baffles he's really me. Really popular. Me and when he was everybody was just going up to him and he was always so kind and he was never anything creepy. He was very nice. He always he did like the Keanu Reeves thing when he would take pictures with people. He'd make sure you could see both of his hands. So like you couldn't say that he was like groping or anything. And then out of nowhere, I get a dick pic. I was like, what? Like, no. He went straight back to sixth grade. 
<laughs> leading with oh, the dick pic. Dude, <laughs> I said all or nothing. Was, <laughs> that was 20. <laughs> that was 2018. And I still get something along those lines every few months. And I have not responded. I'm telling you, it's because I don't fangirl. It's He's the secret to getting him. any celeb. Dude. Just act uninterested. That's funny. Like, I, it's so funny. It says it's kind of related, but not. I got a message from a random number last night. It said, Ibrahim, are you free to hook up tomorrow? Like, we were supposed to do last, like, last month. I said, Ibrahim. That, that is not me. Bro, that's so funny. Oh, Ibrahim. Let's, let's talk about, uh, I wanted to ask you about your, uh, Discord. Um, oh yeah sure that that you started um can you just kind of like give us the rundown on what it's about from uh from that that's a good transition from that to a crypto crypto discord (laughs) yeah getting sexted by a celebrity to my discord um yeah i didn't feel like crypto really had a place in any of the existing i'm sorry i can't stop thinking about it um um i just so, got the the crazy urge to ask is it big and i'm not gonna ask because <laughs> i don't want to know i'm sorry bro <laughs> i've never seen it in person but it sounds like you want to go watch the full frontal scene uh i'm not going movie, to guys. i just i don't know for some reason i was just thinking about all those scenes i watched of him just being a, such a nice person in that tv show it's totally tainted <laughs> he doesn't Every give off single... large wiener energy back to crypto back back to crypto <laughs> tell us about your discord <laughs> he's watching this <laughs> um, if you're watching if you're listening to this i'm really sorry yeah we apologize for all of the outbursts really about sorry, wieners but you did this to yourself anyways moving along um i found that i didn't really feel like crypto had a place in any of the discords it was just the same few people would kind of go around and be discord nomads to all of the crypto rooms and i found myself being that and then i was like i don't want to do this this is a lot of effort i'm being i i want a place that's for crypto and i want all my friends to come and join me and if they don't want to they don't want to if they do that's awesome and i just kind of created a space that i didn't think exists one that is solely crypto because a lot of them are stocks whether it's options or momentum trading or short trading, and then they'll have a crypto room. But I wanted more than that. So I created it and it's been incredible. We just passed a thousand members and it's really positive. And I also like honestly having control because I don't like a lot of the scammers and just some of the annoying people on Discord. I just now have the power to kick them. (laughs) There's a ton of annoying people. Yeah, and I mean, one of the main things, if you're gonna be disrespectful, I don't owe you anything. You didn't pay to get in my room. I didn't ask you anything to be there. So if you're going to be disrespectful and rude, I can just ban you. And it doesn't have to waste any more of my brain capacity. I have a, I have, really enjoy having that space. Uh, this, I have a question. Um, do you feel like, and you're, you might laugh, but uh, I'm being serious. Do you feel like you, because we followed each other for a while now, do you feel like you're kind of like catching yourself now when you want to like, say something to somebody that like comes at you um like do you no. feel like you still feel the same I've like just kind of i've just kind of learned that nothing i say will change them mm-hmm. like i hate to say it but you just can't fix stupid yeah. or racist or misogynistic yeah if somebody is gonna come at me because they don't like me because of something i've said or some i don't know something about me that they don't like me coming at them is gonna change that and it just makes me more frustrated. So 
I've stopped in the sense that I've realized it's just not worth it. And I like when I say it out loud, I'll even come home one day and my brother will see me and he'll be like, why do you look so mad? And I'm like, oh, because Anon 727 with like a bush as a picture said I made this stupid trade wrong. And he's like, OK, yeah. and. And yeah. then when you say it out loud, it's like, that's like, that's such a stupid thing to stress over. But it does, it does get to me sometimes. So I will still go after people because I just, sometimes I just want to. I feel like, man, I feel like it, it has to be hard, like being like a woman, like in the, in the space. I play that card. No, I know I you, I know you don't play the card. Like it's, I found myself so like it defending you on twitter I feel like it happened to me literally three days ago when i asked for somebody if they want to be an unpaid intern oh i saw I that yeah after you for that oh for no my fucking god reason. i had no idea that yep. i was going to light this that so many people had opinions about unpaid interns it's... i was looking i'm and i'm still like i it it just i was genuinely mad i had to put my phone away and like do real work because it's i sad, did get dude. pissed off like i guarantee so you if Not it was everything needs to be a social war and you are more than welcome to not comment if you disagree. Like, I, I didn't yeah. ask you on your opinion. I bet, honestly, and this is, sounds terrible, but I bet it's because, like, either one, there's people that, like, just like to fuck with you, or two, it's because you're a girl. It's, I, I genuinely think it's going to be the second one. And I had a couple people reach out to me and tell this to me, and some of them were women, but most were guys. I think it was because it's, you're a girl. It's the fact that I'm a girl and the fact that I started my own company. And that's more than 90% of Finchwit will do. And the fact that you're like a powerful presence as a woman, it makes some people feel really, really like I'm threatened. not a sheep. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I don't look as me being a girl, something that's going to hinder me. Whereas a lot of people on there think that girls aren't as smart because they don't make up a lot of finchwit. So it just, it, I think it pisses off quite a few guys. Like most of those people, but I'll be honest, some of them were women too. So I just, I have no idea why that was such a divisive thing. I have had so many unpaid internships. I, People like yeah. subconsciously get pissed off that you're like a strong woman in the fintwit world. And like, you're like not willing to take shit from people either because a lot of the females on there, like they will I like, they'll just like take stuff and like, they'll just like, people will like be obviously really rude to them. And like, for no reason, like I see people like, I don't know, like examples are like, there are, there are men with like, pe like aren't good at English on Fintwit and no one says anything. There's females that aren't good at English on Fintwit and people like go at them and make fun of them. And I'm just like, man, this mm -hmm. is like, this is something that I'm noticing, but like, it's they won't standard. say anything and you say mm -hmm. stuff. So I think people get like subconsciously, like kind of just like upset about that, that you'll be, you're willing to just be like, Hey, no, fuck off. Like, don't do that. Don't say that. Or like, you're willing yeah. to like call people out for their BS. Yeah, and that's something I've always done. And that's another reason why I created a Discord was because I'm not going to accept any of that in there. And you would see a lot of that in other Discords. And it just, it's so very frustrating. And I yeah. just, I'm not going to deal with it. I just, I don't know, I've always been that way. I've never let the fact that I'm a girl stop me from doing anything, even if somebody's tried. And I'll be damned if Fintwit is going to succeed. Uh, yeah. So I it's just, it's definitely a double standard and it's it is so very frustrating I like because i would be i would be like uh, I, I a trailblazer or this awesome thin twit guy if i was but people think i'm a drama starter because i'm a girl whereas yeah, like if i was a guy i would just if, whereas if i was a guy they'd be like yo like that's awesome man like you keep telling people you keep putting them in their place yeah. and, it's me. and then with like me it's like well why do you like to start drama and i'm like i'm not trying to start drama you're just literally yeah. looking at somebody do something illegal like if i was a guy and called that out I, my follower account would have raised You're up badass. right now i'm 
yeah right and right now if i do that people are like you love drama too much i'm unfollowing you and it's like what <laughs> yeah okay see ya that's fine i don't care Super yeah. so it's um it's definitely something that i've witnessed and that's part of the reason why i stopped posting a lot of charts and things on twitter is i just i don't know i don't feel like dealing with the backlash and i don't think the people that appreciate them are there enough whereas yeah. if they want to see them they'll come into my discord that's fine what yeah. are like kind of what are your bread and butter setups to trade i know that's kind of just like a, a 180 from what we were talking about but no that's okay this is yeah what are your like your favorite all. setups yeah wait, wait before you go on please tell people when you explain this how important supply and demand and trend lines are oh my god please please i i don't use anything else mm-hmm. i i see a lot of people have fancy indicators or you know, swear by RSI and the golden cross of this ratio at this latitude only on this continent at the time of day when the sun is shining. Like people have all crazy things. Whereas in my opinion, all you need to learn is where supply and demand are and how to draw trend lines. If you can do that, you're fine. Um, yeah. Which is why I trade off. I use, well, I use my iPad or I use my phone. I don't need seven screens because I don't use anything complicated. For me, I'm going to draw a line. If the trade goes past that line, if the price goes down, okay, support broke. I'm going to short it, and I'm going to short it into the next demand zone, which most likely will correspond to a trend line that I already have drawn. So they work together. And yeah. if you can draw lines and see where you know a lower high is being made, so a downtrend is starting, that's all you really need. It doesn't need to be that complicated. I, uh, it's funny because like, you know, I've been on the supply and demand train for a while, but, um, I'm like every day I'll live stream in my discord and like, I've been showing them like how strong supply and demand and trend lines are. Especially in small cap world and especially in small cap momentum stocks. Supply and demand is huge. I'll tweet like four charts a day too. Like it's supply and demand and trend lines, like every day, four charts that we're looking at in discord and like, I'll go over it on my streams and they're like mind blown. I'm like, yeah, guys, you don't complicated. Yeah, you don't need the squeeze indicator by whoever to calculate mm-hmm. the percentage or whatever. Like, you don't need that. No, just... I, I think of I to me, I think of supply and demand and trend lines kind of as stairs. You know, you see something is going along a trend line. It's going along stairs. Stairs are pretty linear. You know, they're not in crazy squiggly lines. Like, do you know, does that make sense? Like they're yeah. diagonal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. a trend line is diagonal. Somebody falls off those stairs. They break the trend line. They're going to fall until they hit the ground. Yeah. And for me, when a trend line breaks and something is decreasing in price, it's going to fall until it hits the ground. And the ground is the next demand area. Yeah, it's... It's I mean, pretty... I mean, that's my bread and butter setups. Trend line breaks that go down to demand. Supply I've and demand. a lot lately. Like that, that for me has been very, very profitable. It just opens up so much opportunity, and like I'll like I'll have people ask me like, "Oh, why did this move here get rejected here?" I'm like, "Listen, let me show you." And I throw throw supply demand up, mm-hmm. and it's almost uh, majority of the time it's like picture perfect. Um, it is, and it's very simple. It yeah. doesn't have to get overcomplicated. Where I feel like some people see supply and demand, and because it doesn't say, you know, something like a four letter word they think it's complicated and it's it's just not it's very simple problem is is uh 
what you run into is people doing it the wrong way. Like um, there was somebody yeah. there, it was like a $15 stock and their supply zone was $3. I'm like, come I mean, <laughs> that don't really work. Like, Come on, we gotta, we gotta that. pull that back a bit. But uh, that would work if it was Wish. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that thing is that thing under a dollar yet? It's under three bucks right now. But I mean, if Thank when it was God. back at fifteen, you could have been like, you would have looked like a genius if you would have said, "Ah, it's yeah. going to three bucks." Yeah, that I think was some people a, uh... did say that, and they were crucified. Yeah, you probably would have been told to delete your account. You would have got retweeted by some large people trying to get their hordes to make fun of you yeah there's a um, yeah. there's a lot of that yeah Gibby, i got a question for you so hit me with it crypto is mined correct like people mine crypto okay so i really hope that the twitter masses don't come at me for this but i do not know a lot about the developmental side of crypto okay because I don't, I, I've tried, but I don't understand where it gets its value from. And you don't really have to care either. I, and and that's the thing, I'm not action. marrying this coin. I'm just yeah. following the price action. I'm treating it like a slow, a small cap, low float stock that I think. I always think of Minecraft. Ground. Whenever someone says Bitcoin miner, I just instantly <laughs> Minecraft. Someone right? just hitting and then, rocks. And then you Google <laughs> yeah. it. I found a Bitcoin. <laughs> We're rich, mom. <laughs> no, but here's the here's what I was getting at. Um, we always end with some like crazy little like weird thing. If okay. Bitcoin is mined, here we go. And the U.S. Oh, no. dollar is paid out for doing work. Aren't we all just mining U.S. dollar all the time? Can you say that again? Okay, so if Bitcoin is mined, like people have to do work or the computer, the computer has to do work and then it gets like the Bitcoins, whatever the fuck that mm -hmm. means. I have no idea what I'm even talking about when I say that. <laughs> I don't know what mining a Bitcoin is, but okay, so whatever. The computer mines it and they get paid for doing the work in Bitcoin. Aren't we all, when we work a job, just mining US dollars at all times? Dude, you're actually a genius. That's like the monster soup I one mean, you tweeted. Dude, the ocean is a monster soup. It that was so is. that blew my mind, bro. It's fucking nuts. It's a it's a bowl too. It's a fucking bowl. I thought my brain was scary. No, you need to you need to turn his <laughs> notifications on Saturday night. I was I was making a cheesesteak and then fighting with Jackie and then I see the monster soup tweet. I'm like, dude, what is going I'm on? I'm just saying. But for real, like when we work a job, I mean, we're getting paid yes. in a random shit coin called the U.S. dollar. But the U.S. dollar, but the U. Okay, but the U.S. dollar historically has been backed by gold. Correct. True. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin is not. Yeah, but the U.S. So, dollar so doesn't have a finite amount. They just it keep adding. The money to printer it. just keeps going, and we just keep printing money. Yeah, it's that's why bacon's like seven bucks now. But I saw you tweeting about that. It is. It's so expensive. So is beef it's jerky. Very expensive. Dude, you know what else is really expensive? Shows our priorities here. I bought bacon is absurdly expensive. Bacon is so expensive. You guys now. are gonna laugh it's... at me. I I'm waiting to listen. Laugh. Okay, do you know what this is? It yes, looks like it's gum. Chew. Yeah, no, it's chew. Like I sometimes chew. I chew because it like. It's a stress reliever. Ew. It was like eleven dollars. Good. Stop it. No, no, it I saw the only like thing I saw four. there was mouth cancer. Aunt. Mouth cancer. 
I see mouth cancer. We can't have you Whatever, get mouth dude. cancer. But did you see that quote unquote cannabis helps prevent COVID-19 in some forms? Did you see that? I'm all for that. that. I'm all for that. Me too. I'm going to protect myself. I, I, <laughs> I, do 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 I don't got a choice. Like I'm, I'm going to have to smoke this joint. Like, I mean. Dude, I don't want COVID. I'm going to protect myself. What the fuck? You're under oh, arrest? No, dude, listen. <laughs> listen, trust listen me. man, I don't want COVID yet. <laughs> yeah, keep smoking your weed. You'll be fine. Yeah, oh, I'll be man. protected from... No, dude, but everything is getting so expensive. I need to... Gas, everything. US dollars. We should just boycott I'm, the dollar. I'm still trying to think about your, your US dollar question. And that goes... I'm just trying to think because I still can't think why... Bitcoin is worth so much money. Like, who decided it was going to be worth that's forty five thousand? How is it worth? Like, how? I don't know. I, all I thought was is Bitcoin was like that's basically like an alternate dollar that they that's like crypto used scary. on like dark web and it shit. It is scary, and, that's and all of a sudden why I won't it's fucking in, quote unquote invest. Crypto is very. That's why scary. I won't invest because it is scary, and I do think it has the. I mean, it was originally used a lot in black markets and as a money transferring system by criminals. That's how a lot of the dark web. The hell happens when the power grid goes the dark down. Web things. Exactly. Dude, and here's know. the other thing is who is the most powerful people in the world and what do they want? They want the dollar of their country to stay really, really strong. And what is Bitcoin? A possible alternative to that. They're going to fucking right. want to knock Bitcoin on its ass. Right. So I, yeah. I have no idea. I don't know why Bitcoin is so expensive. And that's why sometimes I just I don't advise people invest in crypto. I know there's a lot of diehards that say crypto is the future. But to me, it is just so scary that I... Yeah, but I don't get it. The die what is Bitcoin. The diehards that say it's the future, they all say the same thing. Like I, I just never hear like a, a a real logical explanation. I don't know. I yeah, I just don't know. I don't know who went and decided it was going to be worth fifty thousand dollars one day. That How is it worth fifty thousand? Like, what is that? What does that even mean? I don't know. Like, what is know. one Bitcoin? Like what? Like how is this? Is, like okay, maybe so it is a simulation. Day, in order to buy my gram of weed or, you know, 3.5 <laughs> grams of weed, I would have had to buy like 25 Bitcoins. Now I buy like 0.00000000001 Bitcoin. How does that work? How is that? Like a long time ago, how is that much fucking Bitcoins now worth this much Bitcoin? Like that makes no sense. How did the Bitcoin get so much fucking more expensive <laughs> in like 10 years? Probably Bitcoin. Well I don't get Bitcoin. Don't, Where is the, what is a Bitcoin? Where do I find a Bitcoin? How, how do the computers just NFT? find Bitcoin out of nowhere? Where does they the Bitcoin it. come from? Dude? It's mine, bro. It's just like Minecraft. It comes from the rock. You hit it with the axe, and then you get rich. You mine dude, it. How does a computer just find a fucking Bitcoin? Like it's like all of a sudden, hey, dude, got a Bitcoin. Dude, like, how do we talk on a little thing that transmits our voice? I, that's shit. I I'll never understand that. I'm gonna stay up tonight thinking about a Bitcoin. I barely I can turn my computer is. on in the morning. I know nothing about technology. What? Dude. Do you guys both sleep in tin hats? Because I feel like you should. I tin, probably should. Tin hats? Yeah. That's the conspiracy. Yeah, like the conspiracy theorists? I probably should sleep in a tin hat. What's, I've never heard that. Because they don't want the like waves. The radio waves. Me. Yeah. Oh, they Did can take me out. you ever watch a show on HBO called, Mind, uh, called Watchmen? Nope. Mm -mm. Oh, never mind. Did you ever watch Game of but Thrones? It just died. Yeah. I have. Oh, here's a story for you. I was Arya Stark one year for Halloween. You met Jon Snow. No, I got oh, arrested. Okay. He sent you a dick pic. <laughs> you got a no. Did you bail yourself arrested. out? This is the only time I've ever been arrested in my life. It was in law school, and I was Arya Stark for Halloween because I somewhat looked like her. 
like when my hair is shorter, we have similar face shapes. And it was, <laughs> I walked into ladder in Philly and I had a little stick with me that I used as my sword. And I just kept like fencing people and like hitting people. And they'd be like, who are you? And I'd be like, I'm no one. Like a girl is no one. <laughs> I thought something was wrong. <laughs> There's so a good way to get arrested, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> like, get this like, weirdo okay, out of here. Well, right, and they'd be like, okay, well, what's your name? I'm wasted. I'm like, <laughs> a girl has no name. <laughs> Yo, I got a girl. I got a girl with a stick in the bar. You guys gotta come get. <laughs> Imagine how weird that would be to get hit by a stick, know, and then they'd be like, "I have no name." And then, like the asshole lawyer that I was as like a twenty-two-year-old in law school, I'd be like, "You can't arrest me. I know my rights." And then, so this like big-ass bouncer guy just—he literally came up and picked me up by my armpits and just like. <laughs> they think you're homeless. They start throwing he cash like, at you. Like, get out of here. <laughs> He was like, put your stick away when you're coming. And I was like, what? Like, get away from me. That's my sword. That's not a stick. You were trying to run, but he had your feet I did off not the ground. Say, Yo, this isn't a stick. It's my needle, and it's my sword, and I have no name, and I'm no one. And they were like, That's yeah, so funny. get her. So they picked me up what and, like, carried me What drugs are you on? I, was, I wasn't. I don't do drugs. I was drinking 99 bananas. Oh, dude. Ooh. We were just taught. We, that's oh kind God, of a staple awful. of our show when we have Shark Fire. on. It's the 99 cent banana, baby. Oh, my God. No, 99. Or maybe it was 99 berries. I don't know. It was one of those gasoline things. Those are horrible, but they're so Yeah, they're disgusting, the but they really do the job. They're good. Yeah. The, you, you take shots of those when you want to have a bad night. And, like, I went into the city that I, knowing I was going to hit somebody with my stick that was named Beetle. <laughs> Like, I just knew it. You might actually deserve <laughs> some jail time after that. Yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah, no, that was just dumb. They locked me up in the back of the bar after carrying me in there by my armpits, and they didn't let me go for, like, three Did you hours. get the stick back? Um, there's <laughs> did you one find thing needle? accomplished. I did keep the stick with me at oh, all times. Good. You need to hang that up on your, your wall now as the night that well, you hit so, people with a stick. Well, so I actually... It's Lil Uzi has the stick. The next day. Hey, you gave it to Lil stick. Uzi while you were watching. <laughs> Uzi the other. He raps I about it. He to, makes a song just, about it. It's actually what the song Foosball's about. It's about <laughs> my sword somehow. I inspired him. He owes me the royalties for his entire career. And uh, one of the bounce men. Or one of the, one of the bodyguards. Exactly. Dude, I would totally have bodyguards if I could. That'd be awesome. You probably could. Fetch me. That if Gritty can have bodyguards, you can have bodyguards. I want a bodyguard. Aunt, will you be my bodyguard? You want me to be your your bodyguard? Yeah. Dude, what am I going to do? You're going to pick him up by their armpits. Mm. If Givy hits me with the needle, you can pick her up and put her in the back of the bar. We need some, we need like a big ass dude. Who's like a really big dude? We need the we need the mountain from Game of Thrones. That's oh, who we need. Oh, dude, Ooh, that'd be a good bodyguard. Yeah. Imagine, dude. Or, or who was the really tall lady? Uh, Gwen, Gwendolyn. Oh, the blonde-haired chick. Oh, she dude, kind of she's a good bodyguard. The she's night a good lady. Bodyguard. Mm -hmm. She's a badass. How do you Her... guys feel about the ending of that show? I don't eat, I'll, like don't, it. don't ask. Me. I hate it. I don't want to talk about it. I try right. to okay. forget. I try to forget about it. The first, Trigger dude. Warning. The first like four seasons were all so good. Oh my goodness! And Dude, then the, they just—they botched it so bad. They just rushed it, man. They, they really did. Yeah, they really fumbled I, the bag. Can I do a 180 and preach something about trading? Sure, go for it. Amazing. Um, lately, I have seen a swarm of retail traders get kind of 
I don't know, bagged into this idea of paying a lot of money to learn things and they'll be profitable. But I think that a, you shouldn't pay for anything really. Everything can be found free and C well B, I guess same thing. Don't pay for specific people. C is you're just not going to be a good trader if you don't actually work. I feel like a lot of people aren't putting in real hard work and looking to see, okay, well this trend line makes up a channel and you know, that's the supply, that's the demand here's my plan. I feel like a lot of people don't actually put in the work and they think just because they pay for a month and, you know, read somebody's shout outs or see how they trade that they're going to make a ton of money. And it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. If you, uh, if you pay for an alert service, which is if you are in Teddy or discord, like it's all education. If you're paying for like an alert service and you're not actually dedicated to learning, you're not, it's not, I mean, there's no way you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. Like I said, I get very overwhelmed with a lot of things, which is why I trade without indicators. I trade on one screen and I use supply and demand boxes and trend lines. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like yep. for me, a trade is good enough if it breaks up or breaks down. And it, it really doesn't have to be more complicated. It really yeah. can be simple to be profitable. In fact, There's the simplicity sometimes can make people the most profitable yeah there's a i know in real ones there's a really really good momo trader mikey who all he does is or i mean he's branching out now but he did like five minute flags where his, i love mikey. his go-to you what i'm actually face i love him i'm facetiming him this weekend dude he's so cool his energy is my favorite he's so like positive all the time his five minute flags though, like that's, that's just a prime example. If you can master something, you can become mm -hmm. rich. If you can master something, like it doesn't have to be like anything that I'm good at. It doesn't have to be anything Ant's good at or Gibby. It can be something completely different. Anything if you, just you are something. good at. Yeah. It doesn't you have to, and, and just because something works for me, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Exactly. Or just because, you know, this person's profitable off of this doesn't mean you are. It, I've tried everything and it really took about a year for me to realize that simple bear and bull flags when they break out or break down, that's where I make money. Trading yeah. is like 99% psychological or like mental. It is. It really is. Like, like what works for me doesn't work for you is the perfect way of putting it because everyone like interprets the market differently. Like everyone's going to see you right. know, a bull flag and think of it differently. or Everyone's going to see a setup and think of it differently. Like my, the meaning behind a, a cup and handle is different for everyone because everyone subconsciously knows what it means. Like everyone subconsciously right. knows this just pullback is just momentary. This is only just well, a pullback. But and like, then you see it's, it's mind blowing. I'm, I'm interrupting you because I feel so strongly about this because people get things they're so wrong sometimes like you will have a bunch of permables sit there and look at price consolidating upwards and they're like okay well it's consolidating for the next leg and i'm like mm, no that's a bear flag and it is going to vomit and it's yeah, just yeah. say curling when it's a fucking it's not bear curling flag. it's it's hit supply it's running out it's got to go back down to refuel into demand like it's it doesn't yep I see stuff wrong every day. Things can just every day. be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. If you make a good trade and it's complicated, that's awesome. If I made a simple trade and made just as much, that's even better. It's so you're going to yeah. win a hell of a lot more on simple trades than you are, you know, complicated trades hitting a home run. It's so hard for me to not call out all the BS. Like I, I feel like I'm so overly confident in like my TA ability, and when I see things wrong from like really big people that have huge followings, it is it's so hard lot. for me to not say anything. I it's don't ever say all anything. The time. 
It's every day. It's so hard. I had to There's some busted ass fucking charts I see. Dude, it is. Some of those are fucking trash up my ass. Like, they're so fucking bad. Like, when you're using a wick, it's only one wick, and it's like, this is your fucking trend. Like, downtrend. That's a fucking candle, dude. That's a candle. You literally. That's one candle. It'll, it'll be like this angle. Downtrend break. And it's like, bro, that's literally just a fucking one candle downward, and you're using the wick. And it's like the next candle is just like, oh, uh, that's not a fucking downtrend break. I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm if I have to see another downtrend break. That's like this. <laughs> it's not a downtrend. It's a fucking candle. That's, that's a kill candle. That's... It's not a fucking downtrend. A downtrend is like this, where the stock has like 20 candles where it's fucking downtrending, or at least more than like four, at least more than four candles downtrending. Yep. And that's what that's I was really nervous to come on here because I know that there are some people that are very good traders that have these super articulate and complex systems and all these rules with how they trade and here i am saying you know i made a lot of money last year by drawing lines and watching trend breaks and channel i want your opinion on this personally i think it all boils down to how much money retail might cost institutions in the end like i think if retail were to like um these rooms were to make money off of institutions back then they would care that they would care and the sec would would come and fucking hit them but Absolutely. I don't know if it's to that point yet. That's what I think it depends on. It does. It depends on how many people are getting affected because in the grand scheme of things, retail Twitter, FinTwit, retail traders as a whole, I think make up a very, very small amount of the money that flows We're through. We're so small. Stocks. We're so we small. We are so and- small. But it will come to a head if some very popular politician's kid is in this discord unknowingly and gets scrapped for, I don't yep. know. An exorbitant amount of money it's not until either retail becomes big enough or the wrong person that has connections gets fucked with or say like a single discord causes some sort of squeeze that causes like an institution to lose as much money as melvin capital lost you know in the gme thing if that would have happened but it would have been a discord doing it instead of wall street bets we have a completely different story completely different like SEC would be all over this shit. I think it could it could come quick if if some institution gets absolutely like whacked in the yep. process of some if sort the market of maker or... somehow doesn't do his job because of a discord or some group of pumpers that have more money, then it's fucked. I then it's fucked. Yeah, yep. I just don't think it's hit the right person yet. But I do think their time is coming. I do because it's getting more popular and it's gaining a lot more steam. And I don't know then. This is just me personally. I've noticed a couple big time traders have just disappeared. Yeah, probably. True. I've had I've heard some stuff behind closed doors of investigations happening on big names mm-hmm. that me I too. haven't seen anywhere on Twitter. So I know that there's some stuff happening. So um, I think it it I don't know. I mean, it's not fair to compare it to a drug ring, but it's the same kind of network. There is yeah, there's a network involved 100%. So I don't know. I mean, I don't even have non-financial advice in my bio anymore because I don't think it matters. I'm not giving any financial advice. I'm just throwing charts out and saying my opinion. I'm also not charging you. I just think, I think all this, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of it is the, the idea that some people are dumping into their alerts, I think could get fucked because SEC can see that they're, they're able to pull records and see all of that stuff. Um, I think that's the stuff that could get a lot of people in a lot of trouble is when you tell when you're lying, I think, with with your buys and your sells, which sometimes I see people lying like I won't name any names, but I see a bunch of people lying about like like nibbling some here 
Like buying Dude, I can, down here, I can and I see that. Yeah, on I, the tape. I have the tape. I see it. I know right. how much money you have. I see you selling. Right. Like I know exactly what's going on. So I think the SEC, if they ever were to get down to that big of a nitpicky level, it, they could catch a lot of people doing things extremely different than what they were doing um, on Discord or saying they were doing on Discord. Definitely. But I think that goes back to the whole thing like we were saying before, who's getting hurt? Yeah. Who's yeah, getting hurt retail. and how much? No one cares about right. retail. Exactly. And then I was having this conversation with one of my friends um, Uzi? because we were trying we were trying to think if somebody was <laughs> to go after them. No. Oh my god, I just doxed him. Oh, you just said his no! name. I'm putting that in. I'm not cutting that no! out. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Gibby. Oh, you're fucked oh, now. Oh, Gibby. Whatever. You can include it. It's no, fine. I'm not. It's... I'm just kidding. No, you can. It's fine. No, <laughs> I'm not including <laughs> I mean, he can't sue me. It all happened. I'm not um... getting sued. Yeah, you have the dick pics. I do have one. Flashes on the somewhere. screen. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh hey, can you uh, send that over real quick so we can? Is that a, mu- is that a mushroom? <laughs> um, <laughs> is that a mushroom, bro? Oh my god, you're terrible. Oh, um, what was I saying? Damn it. That's funny. Uh, oh, you said your friend. Thing. You were talking. Here's what I want to know: How are these people going to report it to uh, the IRS? What? How are their tax statements going to look? Where are they going to say all this money came from? They won't. Well, when the IRS sees a couple million dollars unclaimed, they're going to start digging. Just thought. I never thought of that. Where are they saying they got all this income from? Oh, That's yeah, the because now, well, well, you asked. Now the IRS is coming. Like, I sell tickets for the flyers on StubHub, and they want to start doing an audit once you make 600 bucks. So if they're going to start auditing for $600, I am so sure that the IRS is going to care about a lot of these millions that aren't being reported by pump and numbers or discords like scams. Yeah. There's people who make multi-million dollars off of discords. Okay. SD, SD charges 10 bucks. Love SD. That's awesome. I love SD. He's putting an effort. You're giving him money for his effort. It's $10. If you're going to bitch about 10 bucks, don't go to Starbucks. So wait, so yeah, that was going to be my next point. You know that ours are $10, right? Okay, I didn't. Same thing. Oh, I, like I, I just said that little spiel about SD before I knew you guys charged 10 bucks. That's fine. If somebody's going to bitch about 10 bucks, then just don't go to Starbucks for a couple days. Like That's very different is... than the amount of money it takes to rent an apartment. And the yeah, difference wait. is like we don't need the money. We trade and make our money. We, yeah, need, we right. take this money because I don't have a, sat- a Sunday to myself. But, I don't have right. a weeknight to this myself. Is, so this is my honest <clears throat> to God opinion. And if you disagree, then I, I don't want you to not. Like, I want you to be honest. For me, for me, it was, it was that, like, cause I debated it for so long. Ask Teddy, like Teddy's been doing it way longer than I have. And I was like, dude, I just didn't know. Like I, I just almost couldn't bring myself to do it. And then I'm like, so if I actually want to like teach people, it's education. I'm not throwing alerts out. You see, I post a watch this on Twitter every night. I've been posting threads on Twitter. If it, it got to be the point where, okay, like I see all these people struggling and like, I feel like I can help. And it got to the point where like, I know if I make something that's free, 95% of the people that are going to be there are going to want alerts or are going to want a handout. And it's not going to be. It happens to me all of the time. So yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like, honest to God, people will say, oh, that's bullshit. Like people, like, I'm just going to have people it's that say not. that. But people that know me and people like that have been around, they know, they, I, I'm doing two streams a day. I'm up at 6 a.m. I I'm working till 11 p.m. and it's all education. Yeah. It, it that's yeah. all it like. 
I don't know. You I, asked for 10 bucks, and I think that I don't think that's outlandish. I mean, I don't think that that's nuts, and I might be called a hypocrite, but I think charging $10 for an insane amount of education. Whatever it is, like for me, the reason that I went charged or I went like money was is I got so tired of putting in the amount of effort that I would put in because I did like, I don't know what I did, but I did like a lot of like in-depth learning things. And mm -hmm. I got so tired of like people like not caring about it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted people to care. And so I, I then just like went to the $10 a month and everyone who's in there now cares about it. And they all are like really, really just like into the learning. Like I, I post yeah. education every single day. Everyone's super into it. When before it was like, I would post it on Twitter publicly. Nobody gives a shit. No one gave a shit. And then also there are people who would like dog me about it. Like there'd be people yeah. in my DMs like, dude, all we want is alerts. Or like, dude, why mm -hmm. don't you post like your tickers? Yeah. Like, and I was like, it's man, so I'm tired of this How ass back so much fucking it's ass, so ass backwards, dude. It's so frustrating. I So I was getting that a lot in my Discord because I didn't charge. Everybody's welcome. But I made it so you have to read something and click on something if you want to be able to talk in the day trading room. And that's not because I think somebody's better than another person, but it's my way of filtering out people that are only coming in there to say, what's your PT? Are you still holding? You know, what do you think yeah. about this? You, it's for the people that actively want to participate you, you because know, unless you go and look and like care enough to click it, I don't want you there. You know what the funny thing about that is? I swear on everything. I have never once got in my discord price target. Are you holding this still holding like never one time? Yeah. Because it's I, not, I get it four times a day. That see, that's the thing, like, and it's so frustrating. Or it, people will comment on a chart that I've spent a lot of time on, and they'll say, "Well, what do you think about this one?" They it's know. Like, if I wanted to fucking talk about it, I would have posted it. They know not to ask me because it's Sorry. never been about that. Like, yeah, it's all about the learning. It's all about like becoming a trader that is right. possible to be profitable you, if you can execute mm -hmm. the right way. It's not about what I'm holding, what I'm trading, what right. I'm going to trade tomorrow or like what I'm it's all about. How can you do that for yourself so I do not yeah. have to provide it for you? Yeah, these people it, need to realize if Discord or Patreon or FinTwit, if all three of them one day just didn't exist anymore, if you can't trade on your own, I'm sorry, but you're fucked. Yeah, 100%. it's it, man it's so like these like, these should be learning aids not learning crutches yeah that's the thing too is like you i don't know you'll it's it's way different when you put out ideas and you're like listen this is what i'm looking at it's mm -hmm. not this is not an alert it's up to you i put them right. out on twitter and i put that same list that's out on twitter in the discord yeah i don't alert it it this it's solely there for you if you t right. if you choose to take advantage of it i mean so be it it's right and, it, and that's this goes back to what i was talking about you know in the first part of this podcast when i say that certain things get a different response and people unfollow me i will post a chart that says why i think this is going to go down i'll be right in like four hours but you still get shit. tweet will i'll lose like 10 followers or something mm -hmm. yep yeah, it's terrible it's just it's whereas like I don't know. Anya will post a picture of her feet with, you know, money signs spy to the moon. And it just it confuses me. Which is actually is actually a dude. Think about how weird that is. Dude, it's the toxicity of social media. I dude, if I wasn't thick teddy, like I some days Twitter. I really question just cutting all of it at one time. Just like deleting my accounts, deleting all of Twitter and just like living my life without it. But like I've thought I, about it, but there's like quite a few people I really like. Me too. I like, like, I like all of you guys. And I also really mm -hmm. like, like, 
helping people. It, it, it's mm-hmm. really like fulfilling. But then there's, there's also just out so there. much toxic shit on Twitter and so much like BS that it's just like sometimes it's like, is it worth it? Like sometimes I really question like all social medias in general, like the, the constant connection that we all have, if it's healthy. Mm-hmm. It's I don't think it's healthy. I mean, I haven't had Instagram now for three years. Instagram's and horrible. Yeah. I don't the only reason on I'm on Twitter was for information. If you're going to post pictures and stuff, that's what Instagram is for. And I think that's another reason I get so frustrated with a lot of the thirsty female traders, like posting pictures of themselves with like money signs fine. It's like, go do that on Instagram. Like Twitter's yeah. word based. That's what Instagram is made for. Right. Best, the so, best is know. that chick that does the AMC ape shit. <laughs> like oh my lord she I know kicked me off of her spaces but said that they had technical difficulties i was so pissed yeah that's a uh, i got no comment for that yeah i was so mad so brutal on twitter like people just say whatever they think they can say like you won't say that in person i know you won't first off yeah. and then there's just so many disrespectful people it's a constant chime everyone gets like the the chime on their phone and everyone looks at their phone like there's just so many bad things about it the good things but there's come also out the of good it. things but there's also yeah. the good things like i want to say there's probably 20 to 30 people that i have met and become friends with and i think are genuinely good people that i wouldn't have met otherwise yeah and that, i met some good people and then i met some good people who i thought were good at the beginning and then turned out to be really fucking bad oh yeah there's there's been quite a few of those two that have been surprising honestly yeah. i was quite surprised with one of them I've had the same exact thing where it's like you guys are good people. You've just succumbed to the the temptation of mm-hmm. what having more followers can do. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who the following count as it goes up, their their morals go down, which is sad. I will not let that happen to me. I will still talk about Taylor Swift. Same. I don't care if Fuck I have it, two dude. million followers someday. I will still talk about Taylor Swift and I will still get mad if Joey from the basement says something about my chart. <laughs> I yeah i tweet the exact same as i did day one and i will never stop tweeting the same way that i do right now Mm -hmm. it's just how it is it's i don't know these are that's the real people on twitter like the ones who they they keep the exact same energy as when they had you know one follower to when they have ten thousand followers there's a lot of people who it gets straight to their head like our podcast would be the same no matter what like it'll obviously keep getting better but like it's gonna stay the same vibe like i'm never gonna be like a pretentious douchebag on here neither is ant even if we were to be like the the fucking like top you know, like whatever podcast we have, like a million views on fucking YouTube on a random video. I'm never gonna be a fucking asshole. There's just people who they don't understand that, or they just don't see that, and they just let it that consume yeah. them. That quote. I've of, stopped listening to those podcasts because they just don't keep my interest anymore. Yeah, that quote of uh, money is a projection of like yourself. Like, if you have money and you're before you had money, you were like a generous person. You're gonna you have money now. You're gonna help a lot of people. If you're an asshole before you had money, you're even an even bigger asshole yeah like it, money that's... doesn't change you like it doesn't make you a better person yeah it's uh don't twitter followers exactly twitter followers they don't make you a better person exactly. can, no twitter doesn't real. mean shit can we get through can, all right this is the last thing i gotta say can we stop posting that we like can we stop posting screenshots of money that we've donated like <laughs> if you want to donate money if you want a personal experience with this if you want to donate money (laughs) to a charity just fucking donate the money stop posting the giving them money and then videoing giving them money like shut the fuck up stop taking a screenshot of the amount the dollar amount you donate to a charity just fucking donate the money because you want yeah i have so 
when I did the charity for Gwen a couple months, the I don't know, back in the summer yeah. maybe, I had a very large donation from a trader that did not want me to say so, did not want me to talk about it, didn't want the clout. And then I had a couple people that would donate and then post about it and almost make it a competition with somebody else. Be like, well, I donate this much. Can you donate? And so I actually ridiculous. contacted them on the side and I was like, I will donate this amount of money to myself. I'm refunding it for you because that's not why I, yep. I'm doing this. Horrible. Like, please take the clout money and go elsewhere. I will pay yeah, for it on my own. I don't want your clout money. I don't want it. It's dirty money. I don't want it. Man, like, yeah, that's that's the, like, lowest of low. Like, if you've, listen, and I'm not trying to cause shit or stir problems, but, like, if you've done that, that's, like, please don't do it again. Like, that's just, just for attention. You're, you're not like, doing oh, it to oh, help. Give me nice comments underneath. I, I really want the attention. <laughs> that's all it is, bro, is it's just some nope. ploy to get fucking people to go, you're such a good person. You're, like, no, oh, my dude, God. it ain't I'm about that. Shut up, dude. It's nope. all self-serving. Yeah, yep. it really is. Like, donate the money and feel good about yourself because you donated the money. Don't donate yeah. the money, post it, and have other people make you feel good. Like The one, the one trader good. that does that that I do really appreciate, though, I will say this, is Bullshark because he takes requests for charities. I love he Bullshark. Always, yeah, he's the and, man. And I also think he, he brings awareness to certain charity groups or certain organizations that I necessarily wouldn't have even thought to donate to. And I think that that's really helpful and it's done for the right reasons, whereas... You know, somebody else is doing it to gain clout. Yeah, bullshark. Like, I think it's it bullshark comes from a different man. place. Yeah. So like he donated to... to a pitbull charity that I asked, like I requested, yeah. and that meant the world to me. So like yeah. that's something. If you're listening, thank you. Your pitbull is awesome, but it, it I just think, means I think people just need so to just like like just just donate. Like I like I think like what you can do is you can donate a percentage of your profits every single month. Like I donate 10% of my profits to certain charities. I'm never going to mm -hmm. post about it. I posted about it one time a while ago. I was challenging other people to donate to. I was like, everyone go try to donate blah, 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 percentage of your net account or whatever, but, or like your net profit. But I mean, I don't post any of it. Don't post mm -hmm. it. I feel good about yeah. myself when I do it though. Like I'm like, damn, I feel good today. I'm going to go buy myself Taco Bell because I feel good. I did a good thing. Like that kind <laughs> of random treat shit. myself to Taco Bell. <laughs> For real, that's what it is. Or like those random street well, tacos down the road that look like they're like from like a place that it would have like horrible food, but then it's so good. I'll do that. But like, I feel good about myself, but it's, it's, I would feel like absolute trash if I had to go online and post it to feel good about myself. Dude, I, that's a concept I never understood. Self-serving. Like, this, this is actually the last thing I have to say. Like, what is a like or somebody telling you, like giving you positive affirmations, what does it do? Like, I, I don't know if it's just me or what, but like that never did anything for me. I don't care. It means so much to some people and I genuinely yeah. feel very bad for them. Like it either means the world to know. some people. Like some people, I just noticed their, their accounts get more and more clickbaity as the time goes on. Like mm -hmm. it'll get more and more like screaming for likes. Screaming I mean, the ones that are like, listen, I'll drop the watch list if you get 300 likes. Like, dude, just yeah. says, post the thing. the podcast that's going to title, listen to how Givy sexted a celebrity. Oh, it's for sure. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna release a preview for this podcast, and it's gonna be it's gonna be literally Givy, and it's gonna have like some like dramatic music, and it's gonna be like they sent me a dick pic on Snapchat, <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna be like edited to be perfect. the Star Wars and, intro. Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a woman named Givy. <laughs> he ate sushi with someone very famous. Oh, that's, that's so funny. funny. Watch The Bachelorette with somebody else. That's a rapper. He did not send a dick pic. <laughs> But the sushi man sent a dick pic. Oh, man, that's too funny. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for inviting me. 
yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna definitely have to have you on in the future again i would love to i'm always down to answer questions even if they're controversial because i will always be myself and say things people don't like because they don't like objectiveness yeah that's actually that's actually a perfect way of putting it yeah they don't like the truth hurts it's not nice it's an ego thing it's such an ego thing it is yeah it really but is. you guys are awesome and i appreciate both of you yeah we yeah, appreciate you, you. And, we got a um, golf soon golf yeah, why? <laughs> Before we got on, he said, I have to bring up golf. I, I just saw your eyes go, golf, golf. Yes, golf. Golf. I love to golf and smoke and golf. I don't golf. I Ooh, suck at golf. Smoking and golfing. Do they have golf in Iowa? What yes, they have the fucking hell? golf. What kind of question is that? Give <laughs> Teddy me? gets shit on for Iowa stuff. Yeah, that's like asking me, is the only thing you guys have their farms? No, we have other things like Taco Bells. And Did you know that Taco Bell has gift cards? No. Yeah, I, I got one. I've never eaten at Taco Bell. What? Never. It's the best like high food like uh, of all time. It's so good, man. Better than Chick Fil A. Yeah. Oh yeah. And for one dollar, you can get something that's absolutely smacking. Like with jalapeno I heard it was horse sauce. Meat. It might no, be, but I don't care. I mean, it, it's it might be. It's delicious though. And you can get a big blue Mountain Dew. I don't yeah. like soda. Oh, the Baja Blast. You have the Baja to go. Blast are so good. Teddy, we should try. So I've always said that I won't get sponsored by something. And I am going to, I've had offers and I've said, no, I will make the exception for Taco Bell. Taco Bell, please Let's campaign sponsor me. together. Let's get sponsored by Taco Bell. I'm trying me to get- Me and you can campaign. To Ant, you cannot. You've never been there. You Dude, get- I'm trying to get Yeti. Campaign. Yeti is a sponsor. That's what we need. Dude, Yeti. That'd be, that'd that'd be, be pretty cool. Sick. But I want to get Taco Bell. We should we should go on a hardcore Twitter campaign about getting Taco to? Bell. I think if we tweeted at them every single day, day one, and then day like fifty, they'd finally be like, "Hey, can you shut up?" Or they'd be <laughs> if like, "If we give you hey, some shirts, will you stop?" Cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> I get the fucking. They they hire Gibby to come to my knock on my door and say you're getting served papers, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Gibby giving me. Uh, oh my god! Maybe I'll write them an official legal request letter i don't know yes. what that is i made it up but maybe i can they'd have to notice that one. then that's yeah. funny okay i'll work on this as soon as somebody sends me the picture of your butt i'll get started listen um, you're gonna get it some everybody has it they do have it but i hope they don't send it or i hope they tweet it probably. if you're listening to this just send it to her okay that's how we're gonna right. close out thank you very I'm, much for coming I'm going on, to Jimmy. dinner thank you guys so much i appreciate it thank yeah you. we appreciate you have a good one you Later. too bye What's up, man? How's your uh, your trading been this week, dude? I gotta tell you, I mean, I, I, I so we just were on uh, Blaine's podcast, the Penny Lane Pod, and and we were kind of talking about this on there. I don't really want to spoil anything in that episode, but we were just kind of talking about people that are complaining about this market. <clears throat> um, and it's either people that are too stubborn to change, or people that like started in COVID and are now kind of clueless. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy this market. Um, options right now are extremely lucrative because um, we're seeing a lot of the same price action every single day. Big time flushes that open kind of start to bounce back, uh, break the downtrends across the board, and then we are able to play things both ways. So I'm not going to lie, dude. I-, I love it. And... I think it's, I mean, I think there's immense opportunity for people in this market, despite what people want to say. Like, yeah, okay, it's not a swing market, but 
you have to adapt. And I know yeah. you've and I know you've been doing the same thing with your group. So yeah, I'm tired of not having swings. Like I'm pissed off that I don't get to add stuff to my IRA and shit like that, and don't get to like do much with my swing account. But I mean, it's just how it is. Like obviously, there's moments where I'm like, damn, I wish I could be swinging more because swinging is so like kind of <clears throat> risk free, as in like stress free. Like I can just kind of you know do it and then add and then you know walk away for a few hours come back i don't have to be sitting there looking but there's a lot of people that are learning a ton in this market about options so it's something that i think people can learn a ton from just like you said uh it's lucrative if you if you get going on the options and actually like start to learn them quick but it's also a way to lose a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing if you're kind of person who just is a permable and yolo's calls that kind of thing you're going to get shit on but um i've just been playing a lot of puts and it's been it's been working really well so there is there is a lot of opportunity to the bear side recently which i think that's pretty cool we get to um try the other side because we were in such a bull market for so long yeah i think it's it's important to go off what you just said about people are getting smoked too trying to play options um that's the thing like i mean don't just jump in to options because you think okay well uh, it's on a swing market, so I'm just going to start playing around with options. You need to, I mean, it's a different world. If you don't have the basics down and a basis of like how this actually works, uh, yeah, you're going to get screwed. And like I tell people in my group, listen, if you don't have a, if you don't have a general like understanding of commons, um, I'll yeah. do everything in my power. Like I've been putting lessons out for options and doing live streams and everything. If you, but still like if you struggle with commons, I don't just jump into options. I, it's yeah. not that that'll end and horribly. I, I gave uh kind of a, a ta lesson that i think is probably super pertinent to this market i told people in my discord i'm actually going to pull it up and read from it but what i said was is if you can't do ta on the most common chart a daily chart and at least have some idea of what's going to happen um then there's there's no reason you shouldn't start there before you start going into options and go to the five minute chart 10 minute chart you need to start from the top um learn the daily patterns learn all that kind of stuff and then head your way down into the into the patterns that have a little less because because daily is the strongest um i don't use weekly or monthly that kind of thing but those are strong stronger but daily has the strongest kind of psychological advantage because so many people use it and a lot of times charts play out the way that you think they should on the daily and large caps especially so what i told people was just pull up the daily um i have apple pulled up what i did was pull up the chart um on trading view and then i recommend using well-known large caps that follow ta well like tesla microsoft apple ford disney Um, and then just check all the indicators you're looking at. So I have like volume profile, um, supply demand, uh, 20 MA, nine EMA, 50 MA, 200 MA, Bollinger Bands, whatever you want to use though. Um, and then just see what they're telling you. Uh, so on Microsoft or uh, sorry, Apple, I saw that the decreasing volume on the sell-off tells me that selling pressure was getting exhausted and buying pressure came in. Um, a sharp drop off in the volume profile tells me that there'll be short-term resistance to fight for the current level, but then it will have an easier path once it breaks above, uh, the stuff at the 20 MA shows me there's not enough buying power to currently break the commonly used resistance. And then the double bottom showed me we've established our support zone. Um, and so then all I say is just, you know, give yourself a prediction, draw out on the chart, like trend lines of where you think the stock is going to go. 
Um, I usually do like two weeks into the future, maybe a week. Um, so my prediction was we have a short pullback below the 20 MA, followed by a nice run to previous resistance. And then it will take a few days of consolidation to break into all-time highs, which I think will break with a larger candle, meaning a steeper rise. And then just wait a few weeks and see if your prediction is right and do that with five or 10 tickers. Um, and then once you've kind of realized you actually are figuring things out, then move to the hourly and then the five minute. And then we can talk about you moving to options using the five minute, because if you can't handle the daily and the hourly, there's no reason you should be on the five minute trying to play technicals. Yeah. Like, uh, something else to touch on that. It's kind of funny. Um, this, we're recording this on Thursday. So yesterday, uh, Wednesday, I put out a, a less or a thread on Twitter about like time frame probability and how the higher the time frame, um, the more likely a scenario is to play out. And I use the Ford chart as an example for that. Um, it was flagging on the daily and it broke out very well today, but that's just, uh, something to go off uh, the things you just mentioned. Like yeah. if you can't find things on the daily, um, you shouldn't be looking at other time frames. You need to get comfortable with one, get good at recognizing um, different scenarios on, on the daily and work your way down. I agree. Top-down analysis, baby. I think uh, people really underestimate the kind of amount of practice it takes to get good at TA. Like I call that trial and error TA, what I, what I just described, because I used to do that all the time. Like I think probably like three years ago, I used to go through, I had a set of 25 tickers. I think that's too much now, but um, I had 25 of them. I'd do that every week. And then at the end of the week, I'd, you know, look and see how I did. And for the first like month I did it, I would get like maybe like five out of the 25, right? And then the next month, you know, it was like seven. And then next month it was like 10. And then I was like, oh man, if I can get this to like 15 then i'll be over 50 percent. i can move down to the hourly but it took months so if you're yeah. if you start now you might be good you know by summer to move to the five minute and then you can think about starting to learn about like premiums on options that kind of stuff but it's it's just a long-term game to get really good at ta and you have to just get the feel it's a really just a feel game of adding all the things together um like all the individual components putting them together to just determine what is the most likely outcome yeah it's funny because Dude, all the people saying last year or whatever or earlier this year, oh, TA doesn't matter. Yeah, well, <laughs> they haven't said shit the past how many months. Um, TA is the only thing that matters right yeah, now. You used to be able to throw shit at a wall and make money, and they and there were people that were like, yeah, I don't need TA. Okay. TA doesn't play out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Talk to anybody that has a brain. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the thing is, is that's how that's how everything is. Everything rotates in the stock market. Like TA is really, really important right now, while fundamentals are not that important right now. No. It's going to rotate eventually. Fundamentals will be really important. TA will be less important. That's what we that's kind of what we were in in the COVID market. More of it was just fundamentals were kind of important. TA wasn't as important. Twitter was the most was just important. News. What? Twitter was the honestly, yeah. Twitter yeah. was the Twitter most important. In, Twitter and news were the most important. So it's kind of like we're, we're rotating, we're shifting. Things are going to shift back. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, it's, that's like, I don't know. That's why we keep saying this to people is it's not a swing market. Like, okay, it doesn't matter like what we want. It doesn't matter if we want swings to be in. Swings aren't in. Dude, I saw somebody this week on Tuesday because we had a strong close on Tuesday, like across the board. Oh, time for swings. Into CPI that was going to be presented Wednesday at 8.30 pre-market. 
Like some dude bing with like bong. a that's yeah, an idiot. Literally bing bong for real because that's somebody <laughs> that you should not be following. And it was yeah, somebody I mean, with like a ton of followers. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just like when like whoever that was that said remove your stop losses. Acosta, on, that dude yeah. should be no SEC, comment. SEC enforcement. Come over yeah, here. He, dude, he, he, he worded it like, yeah, remove your stop losses. The day, Tomorrow's going to be the biggest squeeze in the history of the stock market. And the day after was worse <laughs> than, than, than that day. I mean, that's just that's just people who don't actually know how to trade. And like, he would and he would pump, pump the biggest of garbage, like the gar- yeah. most garbage penny stocks of all time. He was like Stan. I know Stan did that. And BSS does that sometimes. But BSS is a good trader. But sometimes he just recycles stuff. Um, dude, I'm drinking. I got these. I'm these so Bud jealous, Lights, dude. I couldn't find sodas. Them. Do you like soda, man? Because I don't like soda that much. I, but I, these are fucking fire. Honest to God, dude, I couldn't tell you the last time I drank a soda. Like I never had like soda growing up or anything. So this one is the best, dude. It's orange, orange soda. This one is fucking amazing. I'm is there a lot of sugar in them? Or are they zero? Wait, really? Yeah, there's zero. They taste. They taste like they're pumped full of aspartame, though. Let me see where it says zero. It says, yeah, zero sugar, 100 calories each, 5% alcohol. They are fire, man. When I tell you they're the best seltzer I've had, like, they're legitimately the one that I don't even taste a bit of alcohol. Like, I, need to I know it's supposed this. to be beer under it, but whew. Dude, I went and looked. I'm like, oh, I'm so hyped. I'm going to try these on stream with Teddy. Nope. Instead, I have my fucking chalice of wine because that's <laughs> the only thing I had. The chalice is back. That's so, dude. I it's always me that has everything, and you. Don't I know. Have. I finally got something. Us Iowa people got these these hard sodas. The thing is, yeah. is I know that they sold out everywhere. Where like, there's a lot of people who are on TikTok because TikTok like blew them up or something. Because um, I sent them to my friends, and they were like, "I saw those on TikTok. Everyone is saying buy them." So everywhere that's like TikTok is really popular. So like L.A. and stuff, they can't get any of these but i'm in iowa where there's i like all these old people live around me there's no fucking young people oh dude. so i go to this place and there's all the seltzers they're not drinking seltzers moved. yeah bro they're, they're drinking, drinking bush vodka. light and <laughs> they're drinking... bush light and white russians right yeah but they <laughs> do they're not even refrigerating the bush light that, they're drinking that <laughs> shit warm right out of the box <laughs> <laughs> for real dude it's literally just like because i just moved and it's all old people now it's nuts but yeah, Man, I get all the good alcohol because nobody buys any of the good stuff. Yeah, they're they're not drinking seltzers. There's no shot. This is definitely the best seltzer on the market, not named High Noon. Like High Noon is just class above. We've already discovered that. Yeah. But like out of like the Bud Light, White Claw, Trulies, this is definitely my favorite one so far. And this orange one is god tier. This orange <laughs> one is orange so one? good. Shout out to mm-hmm. Blaine. Blaine uh Blaine loves White Claws. White Claws st- stink. Blaine, yeah. Blaine, if you're listening to this, White Claws are terrible. <laughs> Blaine, I was just, I was trying to be nice to you on the podcast because we went on your podcast um, and I loved every single second of it. But the only thing that I noticed that you said was you love White Claws. And I, I couldn't bring myself to on your own podcast say, I fucking hate White Claws. I will not drink <laughs> a single White Claw. Like you could offer me a White Claw and say $100 to drink a White Claw and I would literally not take it because it's so bad. Dude, the thing with those is, one, I don't think the flavor's that great. And two, dude, you know they're not great when, like, it's a very strong alcohol flavor. Like, it's, it's very strong. Alcohol. Dude, yeah. if, you drink a, if you've ever drank a, a warm White Claw, you'll never <laughs> want to drink one again, bro. Oh, dude, you know, have you ever had one of those White Claw surges? Oh, the ones they're that like are, like, higher alcohol, horrible. man. It literally horrible. tastes, tastes like a four like loco. Yep. Bro, I dude, mean, it's... we didn't rehearse that. 
We did not rehearse that. Yeah. Although I texted him, but <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, they really do. I was dr- I drank one when I was golfing once. I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, dude. White Claws are just the worst. But Blaine, I'm really sorry I didn't have the guts to say that on your own podcast. I think um, she's, wait, you, she's a Georgia fan, right? Didn't they just win the... Yeah, dude. I bet on Alabama, too. I put some fucking moolah on Alabama, like plus 120, and they got they looked so good in the first half, but then their their youth kind of fucked them in the second half. I haven't watched a college football game. I don't even remember. I could never get into it, dude. I don't know. Dude, the Steelers are in the playoffs. Oh, That's my nuts. God, dude. You're a Steelers fan, and they're in the playoffs. Here's the thing, though. Shout out to my friend Dustin. My friend Dustin is the most delusional Steelers fan all year, but I got to give him credit. All year, dude. He's like, listen, we're going to make the playoffs. He went to like three games, like diehard Steelers fan. He's like, dude, listen, we have a chance. He keeps going, listen, every year we win the Super Bowl, it's a wild card. Every He keeps telling me this. I'm like, Dustin, we're so bad. Dude, Go- if... <laughs> Did you see Big Ben's interview where Big Ben was like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't be here." Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, my friend, he sent it to me, and I'm like, "Dude, the Chargers should definitely be in over you guys." Yeah, dude, that was. It's funny because I don't know if you watched. So what they needed to happen was the Jaguars to be the Colts, and then not to tie. And me and my friend Dustin, I was sitting here with him until like one in the morning, and it went into overtime. (laughs) And with two seconds left, they kicked a field goal. Yeah. But did you see, bro, they interviewed the Raiders coach. He was like, yeah, to be honest, once we had the ball at the 50, there was like 30 seconds left. He's like, to be honest, we were just, yeah, he's like, to be honest, we were probably just going to run the clock out to tie. Yeah, yeah, I know. And the Steelers would have, dude, that was one of the best games of all time, though. Like, that was literally top five games of all time, that Chargers-Raiders game. That was so good, man. Yeah, Herbert was on a fucking level there. He's so good. Herbert is... He's Dude. probably one of the very uh, best young quarterbacks. He might be better than – I hate to say this on live camera, but he might be better than Mahomes now. Ooh. That's a hot take. See, I don't know because – what? how old's Mahomes? 20-something. He's 20-something. Like, 24, 25. Yeah, but that's the see. thing, dude. Like, he's already won a Super Bowl. He's been to two. Like, I don't that's know. That's what I – MVP. It's hard he to – He is 26, Mahomes is. The thing with Mahomes is I think he achieved so much quick that people don't realize he's still really raw. Like, he made so many good plays and so many crazy things. He's really, really good at football. Like, he's a top-five quarterback, like, regardless. This, like, obviously current. Um, I just – I think Herbert – might be getting more refined quicker now like i think he's more suitable to the nfl in his team now he also, than mahomes is now he also doesn't have a brother like patrick mahomes Jackson. <laughs> oh so, dude i hate that kid man i see a little his disrespectful sometimes. i mean he's a little fuck dude he always just does his little dancing with like his like smoldering looks <laughs> and like i'm just like literally fuck off dude kid. it's he just wants he wants to be like noticed i bet i bet he, it's like one of those things like damn my brother's so popular like give me some attention yeah and then like, bro just relax just wife. let your brother be great and stop yeah. embarrassing him like bro just go to the games and sit in the fucking box like the normal family does don't go on the field and dance and make all these stupid videos no one wants to see them did you see i shouldn't even say this on here did you see the kodak black thing no what happened all right, how do I word this so I can say it correctly? Should I just Google real quick? Go on Twitter right now and look up Kodak Black. I'm not going right. to say a word. All right, I'm going right now. I'm pulling up Twitter. And we can get your reaction. If anyone's listening to this and you know what I'm talking about, 
Kodak Black. Something went wrong. Yeah, oh, go to Twitter, Twitter and look loading. at videos. My Twitter is not loading at the moment. Let oh, me pull out no. my phone. Yeah, look I'm at it on your my phone. phone. I sure hope. This is school appropriate, Ant. It's not. You know me. Kodak it's Black. not appropriate at all. Is it him at the hockey game? Oh, he's getting cheeks. Oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, he said, I'm pretty, oh my. I'm pretty sure they're, you know, doing what I. I think his wiener's out. Yeah, dude. You know what he said? I think he said he thought the suite was tinted because he was wearing sunglasses. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, at a hockey game. They like they like introduced him all this jazz before the game gave him a sweet. I straight up think this motherfucker is. Yeah, I think he's doing that. Oh, (laughs) dude, listen to this tweet. I spoke to a few team representatives from the Panthers, and apparently the young lady in Kodak's box lost a contact lens. He was kind enough to help her look for (laughs) it. Yeah, okay. He's straight up fucking going. Oh my! Oh. Oh my god, there's a POV. What is going on here, bro? There's one from like a foot away. Dude, look at the people below him. Oh just just cheering the hockey team on. Oh my goodness, dude. How why is there a video of like one foot away? I'm just gonna show a still frame. I don't wanna like show be showing porn on here, but like it's literally right there. Like Yeah, yeah, dude. Like he's fuck? like he is just doing his own thing. He does not give a shit. He said, I'm gonna get mine at the hockey game. Oh, dude, in the suite, like, I mean, come on. Kind of a fucking G move, though, if we're being honest. If I had a suite at a hockey game, I'd think about it. But, I mean, I wouldn't be wearing sunglasses inside, so I'd probably realize everyone could see. It wasn't tinted, yeah. There isn't even, like, glass around it, it looks like. It looks like it's just, like, wide open. Dude, I mean, honestly, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, I was going to say. I kind of think Kodak's a good rapper, though, I'm not going to lie. Some some of his music is bangers. Some of it sucks though. Some of it he's just like, but some of it he fucking slaps. Dude, I saw like an interview with him the other day. I think he's on like some pretty hard drugs. Like I hope he's not, but like. How old is he? Is he uh, over 27 yet? uh, Let's find out. Because I hate to say it, but that's when everyone fucking dies. Oh shit. He's 24. He's 24. Doesn't everyone like, doesn't all the fucking good music people die at 27 or something uh bro that's a crazy story like all my favorite artists like mac miller pop smoke they all die juice world like dude really let's talk about that for a second let me google it curse of the 27 the forever 27 that's sad they call it the forever 27 club see pop smoke was he he was only like 19 20 i think Dude, his songs are so good. Pop we literally smoke. missed out on some crazy... Isn't he New York? He's from New York, I think, yeah. I think he is. But yeah, dude, there's so many good artists that died at 27. Like, man, yeah. I remember... Um, did X die at 27? And did Mac both? Did he no, die at 27? No, there's no way. X was X was young, bro. I remember... He was really young. I remember... This is when I was doing photography full-time. I was at a shoot. And... I remember getting done with it like vividly. This was a while ago, and I'm looking at my phone, and I and dude, somebody posted a video on Twitter of him laying dead in the car. I'm like, man, I don't want to. I see saw that. that too, man. That was fucking horrible. 
That was yeah. sad as fuck because he was like just like I remember he got famous and everyone like hated him and then everyone started to like turn and be like wow this good music. He was like trying to like good. better his life and stuff. And... Yeah, he was for real trying to get better and then he got fucking shot. I remember yeah. seeing that video too. That was like that was sad. Yeah, it was so sad. All right, we gotta let's move on. We gotta do bullish versus bullshit. Um, we got a few good things this week. We got let's start off with QQQ. I'm gonna pull up the chart, but. I can already tell you that I really just like this chart because um, it's the the 20 MA just crossed below the 50 MA. Um, it's just lower lows. It's kind of the trend. Um, it's diverging like it's it's getting wider, the ranges. And usually that means um, a negative move down. It looks like we might need to test um, 370 again that's kind of a volume shelf on the on the profile um yeah i'm saying i think it's like technically this is bullshit to me knowing that it's qqq makes me want to say bullish as in like um it's qqq it doesn't go down but like i can't just pull enough out of me to say bullish so i'm just gonna say bullshit i think if i'm pulling my rsi correctly I actually just did a lesson on RSI divergence and convergence. If I'm doing a, if I'm pulling my RSI correctly on this, uh, it has a bit to go until we kind of bottom out. <clears throat> um, yeah. This is a really good vehicle that I know a lot of people in my uh, Discord have been playing. QQQ. Um, I know Bull Shark, Doctor Bull Shark, was talking about how he loves QQQ. Um, it's a very good trading vehicle, but if we're just looking at the chart, it looks pretty horrible, to be honest. It looks really bad, like, man. Yeah. Um, thing with this is, is <clears throat> I would look for 380. If 380 doesn't hold, then I, I'm not seeing much. Maybe like 377, you get a little relief bounce. Just depends, yeah. though. Like I, I, I keep saying, like, dude, I have no bias going into each day. Like literally, I don't. I mean, yeah, I it, the chart looks horrible, but. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think this one, it has, if you go look like further back on the daily, um, I mean, maybe like it has this trend that it's, it's higher lowing upwards. And I mean, it just bounced off of that at when it bounced, when was that? What day is that? The 10th of January. So three days ago, Yeah. Um, it just, it just bounced there. So like there's, it's very possible that it um, like keeps going, but it just, it just looks so bad. Like the chart just looks so bad on the daily this pullback is not like the other pullbacks. The other pullbacks um, are more of like flag situations where it's it's tightening. This one is getting wider. I just don't like it. But yeah, like you said, I mean, I don't, I don't really, um, yeah, I don't really nah, go into every day like thinking big picture. I go into it looking for five minute setups. But it's I would the beauty, say dude, of being able to like chart things both ways and having a, a trigger to play both ways i mean <clears throat> you quite literally just have to be patient and see what the price action is telling you what what it's looking like um for sure also a little tip is the first 30 minutes of the market have been wild recent, Don't fuck with it. lately yeah like you'll f i know there's like i still trade i'll trade the open sometimes very like super light um but if you are patient, you wait out the first 30 minutes, first 20 minutes, you get a clear direction a lot of these times. 
Yeah. Say trade from my my rules are trade from nine to eleven in the mornings, which that's my time, so it's a little different. So that's ten Eastern. Yeah, yeah, ten. You guys, so I don't I don't fuck with the first thirty minutes, and I like hold myself straight up like to those rules, so I don't I will not touch the first thirty minutes. There was something today that quite literally in the first minute hit my call trigger and then retraced all the way down and almost hit my put trigger. Like that's how it is in the come first on, like minutes. that's. Like that's the thing. If you're not waiting for any kind of confirmation, even even if you're trading the open, you're gonna get screwed. It's gonna catch up to you. And just if you need, like, if you're a trader who's trading options right now, all you need to go do is watch Spy and QQQ the first thirty minutes, and that'll make you run away from those first thirty minutes. Like those things just go. Pew, pew, yeah, pew, it's pew. It, yeah. And if you know how to play it, you can make money. But I just choose not to deal with all that. BS, yeah, it's like all that just noise. I just call it a coin flip trade. Like it's a, it's quite literally a coin flip. If you're not if you are not going off anything other than uh, okay, I mean we see a green, uh, a big green candle open, or okay, we we see a big red candle yeah. open. Um, it's something I put in my in my group. I put like a report card section where people can like reflect. And a lot of the people, a lot of issues that I'm seeing are the same thing. Like, why did I take this trade? I had no plan. I just grabbed something at open, and I'm like, and I do live streams every day. I'm like, yeah, listen, that's it. You, you're saying it out loud. It, it helps. You yeah, see you all these know. other people. like, and, and I'll have people type it up. They'll be like, okay, now I'm realizing what I did as I typed this. Like, good. That's the point. That's yeah. the point. You're, you're understanding, okay, tomorrow I'm not trading the first 30 minutes. Yeah, that's you got to get those rules. Like, You have to slowly just establish them for yourself. This is what it is, dude. People feel like, okay, I've been, waiting, I've been up two hours pre-market. Got to trade once the bell rings. I don't want to miss a move. You're not going to miss a move. Yeah. You're not. That's the thing. You're seriously not going to miss no. a move. You may miss. Uh, there's things that run right out open, and they just continue to run, make higher highs, higher lows, and they run. Okay. Yeah. Forget about it. Like you're gonna be fine. You're you're gonna a, be all right. That's why you pick two to three. I always say two to three solid targets a day. You don't want ten things. If you got ten things you're watching, you're gonna miss every move. You yeah. can't possibly watch that many things. Two to three solid things. Execute. If you miss one, go on to the other. For real. All right, we got we got Dwack, um, the Trump train, the the big old. I don't even know. Is this supposed to be his social media platform? Is that what it is? Um, Dwack, yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. It's a it's a spac right now. It's trading seven times over the nav, 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 whatever you say. Um, but it is Trump, and the amount of freaking pull he has in the market is nuts i don't know if has there ever been someone with as much pull in the market as trump uh, elon maybe elon yeah i mean whenever pal speaks it pal yeah i mean he every single time he speaks trump is just yeah he's just bred different when it comes to the market <laughs> but i dude i think i'm honestly going bullish on this I look. I'm looking at the four hour right now, and I really like it how it's setting up. Um, if you look at its previous highs, it had like a it had resistance at sixty five bucks, and on the four hour, it's like broken that, and now it's coming down to test it again. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's holding it as of right now. This is this is Thursday, the the thirteenth. So you know, if within the next day it breaks through sixty five, um, then I would obviously be more bearish, but. Right now, I'm saying bullish. Uh, I really like it with this. It's kind of flagging out on the four hour too. It's pretty nice. I would, 
maybe I'll even scoop some before the bell ends and just hold it overnight, see what happens. But this is this is actually a really nice chart. Um, if I'm looking at the daily, it almost double tops today from the 30th of October, um, and we saw a, pr a pretty hard rejection. It didn't. It was about 20, 30 cents off that level from October, but uh, you see a pretty decent size rejection. Um, yeah, like you said, you, I mean, I'd have a lot more confidence if it closed above 70. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, it's hard, man. I'd like to see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. You I know, agree. I, I it's a, this is one of the, the, those times where I like, I, I'm kind of neutral on it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, for me looking at the daily, the daily looks kind of ugly. Um, I'd have to break it down. I, I mean, to be honest, I probably won't take that trade. Um, but if I was going to, I'd want to see another four hour candle close um, somewhere like above. Let me see. Where's my kind of key level above 68. I'd like, and then I would like for a push to 70. Um, and then I would want to see it hold above 70 because that would kind of break out of this four hour flag that we're in right now. But I mean, it's above the key level of the key level I have mapped out is like 66, 70 um, back from the 8th of December. But if it stays above that, I'm pretty bullish on it. Um, it's, it just needs to break above. Yeah, 70 is going to be the hardest level that it has to pass. But yeah, I like it. I mean, for now, I like it. We'll see. We'll see what I think maybe come maybe at the end of Gibby's interview because we're interviewing her right after this maybe i'll have different opinions when the market closes yeah dude the thing with, i legitimately haven't overnighted something in a long time either like me, same you know what i mean like i i don't know it's just like i said i i just going to each day with no bias it's so hard for me right now to have any confidence in overnighting anything yeah i don't i like literally just do not have any confidence in anything at all. Like I, I choose not to deal with any overnights because when it seems like I wake up the next morning and it's lower for some reason, even if there's a catalyst, it'll, it'll just pop lower. Did you see the PIK thing? I heard, like I saw the name, but I don't know what happened. What was it? Mm, I mean, I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what actually happened, but apparently a children's clothing line that was like a sub one mil float for some reason just started going children's clothing. So. I mean, I see it's an IPO. Is that what it is? Is a kid pick, kid pick? corporation. So we're assuming, it's clothing or um, something. Maybe we're assuming that someone made it do this move from 470 to uh 775 yeah i mean Someone i'm it's just i don't you it's know, possibly highly likely that something it's, i just don't know why why a, a children's clothing sub one mil float and dude look at that massive dip before too it had a nice knife and then all of a sudden whoop, sucked back up yeah. massive volume too yeah that was an interesting one that's a nice doji candle there on the uh, yesterday, though. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last one is uh, AMC. I think we might have talked about this one last week or a week before, but we got more to talk about with the CEO selling even more of his shares. I think he sold everything he had possible maybe 
I don't know. Maybe I just saw that on Twitter and it was someone kidding, but dude, I'm convinced this one is going to straight 15. Like it's going to just rock it down. If it falls under 20, bro, it's rest in peace. Yeah. And I mean, it looks like we are going to do it here within the next like week. Like I'm tempted to Might swing, even happen swing puts. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super tempted to swing puts like something, something kind of out of the money, but not too far. Like twenties, 20 puts. Um, let me look at swing the volume them for like, shelf on this. Yeah, dude, the volume shelf is so nice. It's literally just cleared all the way down to 15. Like it's so clear. And it just, it looks like it's, it's been testing. It's been testing oh. this like 21, 30 level. It tested $20 and 80 cents once it wants to go, it wants to go down. And then there's literally nothing stopping it on the, the volume profile. La- for, the last line of hope is 20. 20 yep that psych level if not um, uh you have a huge gap down to 15 and i mean i hate to be the bearer of bad news but we got a death cross that i happened. don't i hope it dies i hope this thing dies and never comes back <laughs> so the bearer of, i'm the bearer of good news for you we got a death cross that happened on the 6th of january if anyone knows what the death cross is it's the 50 ma crossing below the 200 dude it's it's going it has to everything is indicating it's going down i'm really tempted to swing some puts that might be my first swing in a while is puts because, I mean, Here, puts have been the only thing paying this. short term. Let me do this. Shout out to Unusual Whales, who I uh, partnered with. Um, oh, we're trying to get him to partner the podcast, too. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I use your platform every day. Um, let me look at the flow. Let's see. I bet, I bet it's negative as fuck. I just can't stop looking at how absolutely horrible this chart looks just it's so it's it's going it has to go down but then again it's amc amc so can do crazy stuff for next week minimum premiums of 5k extremely bearish minimum premiums of 15 extremely bearish this is where it gets interesting minimum premiums of 30k which i like to focus on 15 and 30k premiums because essentially you want to see what bigger money is playing with um it is extremely bearish, like 75% bearish. <laughs> so, And the most popular strike is the tw- 23. What's? 23 across the board. 23. Dude, it's... And that's, that's for a textbook next setup. week. I would probably go... Oh, man. Three weeks out, probably. That's what I would probably do. Yeah. Just so I don't get crushed. Um, It just, dude, this is the most textbook bearish setup that I've seen in a while. Like, yeah, there's even, there was even a bit of a bear flag on the daily. I mean, it's not, it's not beautiful, but it was a bear flag. It's breaking down today. This thing is going. This thing is going bye-bye. I can't can't wait. And it's, and I I hate to say that, dude, like, I know there's people that are that are affected by this, but like when you have so many arrogant people that don't know what they're talking about, trying to tell people that know what they're talking about how to like make money <laughs> and certain things, like that's kind of when it gets for me. Like I yeah. don't at this point, I don't care. the The whole AMC GME thing was really fun for like two days, and then I got really tired of seeing like just put your money in and YOLO and you'll make money. That's not how the stock market Hold works. Hold the line. Okay. Uh, that's not how it works, man. 
Like this shit is going down. I'm yeah. ready for this to go down, bro. It's it's literally gonna go to 15 within three weeks, guaranteed. That, this actually may be on my watch list for uh for next week. It's definitely gonna be on mine. I think it's been on mine for a while. It now, has been. I played it. I played it so many times, like negatively. Like I played it, um, like puts so many fucking times. I know I played it calls. The only time I played it calls was back on the 21st of December. I played it uh, when it was because it had an inverse head and shoulders. No, it had like an inverse head and shoulders, and then I just played it, oh. and then it broke 30 and went to like 31 or 32, and I fucking sold it. But yeah. Is what it is, man. This thing is going down. I'm sorry if you're an AMC ape. I'm a I'm a bullshit on this, and I'm probably gonna play it myself. Yeah, Teddy's sorry, but I'm really not. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm to be to be honest. If you're still holding this, um, I don't know. I really have no advice. Don't. That's my advice. Don't. Yeah, don't ever do, don't ever do something like that again. To be honest, don't hold the line any longer. Cut the line. What was Cut what the was line. what percent did it go at one point two thousand? Um, let me go look. Yeah, I mean, it started at like two bucks, two dollars and ten cents, and then so ran all the way to seventy dollars. So three thousand some percent. Yeah, I'm not good at math, so I'll just let you handle that. But yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, after twenty bucks, this bad boy is. Whoo, this thing is sliding down easy, quick and easy. Yeah, that's that's kind of textbook. I know we wanted to uh, talk about our trades that we've been doing lately because people really wanted to see us review our own trades. Um, so I'm going to talk about. One of my losses from today. I took two losses. I had four wins from today. Um, pretty easy. Let me. Pretty easy day to honestly uh, review and pretty easy trade to review. I'm going to look at it right now so I can um, pull it up. All right. Yeah. So I'm on the spy five minute from the 13th of January. Um, on trading view, my my yeah. timing is um, it says 1550. To right around you know 17 um is what it says for my timing that's the time frame i'm looking at um and so what i was what i traded here was i saw that it had kind of a key level um the vwap was right at like 471 um 471 was the 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 level it needed to get over and it had been down around like 469.50 so it double bottomed there at 469.50 and then it you know popped above vwap at 471 and it was sitting right around 471.30 so then i wanted to wait for confirmation and it came down and it bounced right above vwap again uh, i tested it and bounced up so i figured at that point it was like flagging out so if you can see it says on trading view it says 1640 on the 13th of january um, that's the candle I'm looking at right now. It kind of flags out. So it had a, a green candle and then it flagged and it tested that 471 level. Um, and I thought, all right, this is a pretty solid area to scale into calls. So I scaled into calls. I took a starter and then the next candle, um, it tested 471 again. So then I took my uh, second leg and then the next candle is a really nice hammer candle. So I added even more on the dip. Um, it came all the way back up and then it tested 471. 
uh, broke it again. Really nice hammer candle. It closed above VWAP. So I took more calls and that was my third leg. Um, and then at that point it was, it was three candles. Um, they were, they were decreasing volume until that hammer candle. And so I thought we were about to break out of this little flag and I thought we were about to, you know, start uptrending again. And then it knifed out of absolutely nowhere uh, below VWAP and then just absolutely crushed me all the way down to 470. And I took like, my calls were pretty averaged in well and I had a stop loss in place. So it was like minus 8%, nothing crazy. But the only thing I can really think of was the, the volume profile was a bit off. My The hammer candle, um, I should have known. I thought that what that hammer candle was telling me was that bulls stepped up really nicely. And um, like I thought it was like them kind of pulling their dicks out and being like, hey, we're not going below VWAP. We're holding above VWAP. So I was convinced that that meant that they were going to hold VWAP and move upwards. But I think what really got me was time of day. Um, what what time you, was this at? So this was... For for you, it would have been noon. So this was right around lunchtime. Like it was right before lunchtime. It's right at the end of my trading rules time. It's like, I think it would have been like 1130 to 12 was when this trade was going on for me. Um, or for you, I mean. So this was like, I usually trade oh, from I see 9 it. to 11 for me. Um, and it would have been 10 to 12 for anyone who's in, uh, who's anyone who's in Eastern time. That's my trading zone. Um, but it was right at the end of that time frame, So it's right when I'm trying to pack up and be done. And so I tried to take this trade. And that's the only reason I can really think of why it failed because that hammer candle is really, really nice. And then I think market sentiment just kind of- On the uh, five minute? You know, yep, five minute, uh, right on that. Yeah, I like, see it. I think I know why. Why? So do you use a 15? Minute? Yeah. Uh, I do occasionally. Um. So- so I use this inside bar indicator, which you might like, actually. Um, I, uh, it shows green or red inside bars. And okay. looking at the 5 and 15, um, they both have inside bars, red inside bars, um, and that's right when it flushed. So that could be why. Oh, you mean, wait, 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 explain that a bit more. Okay, so you're talking, I see it, it's like 1145-ish. Um, yep, yeah. Let me go back. So at like 11.45, 11.50 on the 5, you have a red inside bar. Um, and then the, on the 15 as well, you have a red inside bar. So that's kind of indicative of, okay, price action's not really in your favor. Price may retrace a bit. Um, and the problem, uh, okay. problem with that is uh, the 9 was sitting right under. You're kind of flirting yeah. with the 9, and I think that rejection at the 9 really. So it was the inside bar that fucked me. Yeah, dude, it's I don't uh, use inside bar it's all that so, much, so I useful. need to work on it then. Yeah, we want to uh, thank you guys for tuning in to episode six with Givy. Give us a like, give us a comment, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Um, shoot us shoot us a review on Spotify and Apple Music. Any interaction really helps us. But uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. My opposition wish I'd stop smiling. My family wish I'd stop wilding. I'm still on the east side smoking with my OG Cause they the only ones that really know me I was fucking superstars when I was 19